Hello, everyone, and welcome to the eighth episode of the Neon Crew Podcast. My name is Kyle. And my name is McLean. Hi. How you doing, McLean? Good. How's, how's your day going? It's going well, Good. I assume. Yeah. I, even though I already asked you when you uh, walked into the house, I feel like I, uh, for our audience's sake, they have to know how you're doing. So It's every two weeks, so they only get a glimmer. Yeah. You know, it's not, hey, how was the last two weeks going? It's how, how's today going? That's so true. It's That's also, true. you know, it's a very, I think it's a bad sample size, but, <laughs> but given the day, it's been a good day, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole nine to five and, uh, yeah, that's been about it. Nothing too exciting. Crazy. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. A lot happens in two weeks, but sometimes for us, it, a lot doesn't happen, you know, it's, yeah. especially when the weather gets cold and you're not doing as much. Is that the Royal us? Are you talking <laughs> like yeah, everyone yeah. listening? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> everyone listening who I'm very confident lives in the state of Michigan. So, yeah. Um, but you know, that's, that's okay. We know where our demographic is. Um, few, <laughs> few days ago, I'd like to see that heat map. A few days ago, I went to the movies uh, by myself for the first time ever. Really? Yep. Oh. I'd never seen a movie in theaters by myself before until <clears throat> I went and saw Eternals because I was very curious as to how it was going to be. Um, have you seen Eternals yet? No. No? Um, I I think that's going to be one that I've, Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend it because... Um, recommend Disney Plus or recommend Eternals? recommend uh waiting for it to come out on disney plus because it. it is uh quite boring <laughs> it's probably the most boring marvel movie i've seen really yes no exaggeration i'm, I'm trying to you know it's like all right let me go through my yeah. head and think about it but just I, to give you like a quick like rundown of it it's like you know it's got good production it's sure mcu so you know you're gonna get like decent right they're gonna take and, care of you yeah but the characters are so bland the pacing is just uh a, a snail's pace and Ugh. it's like Two and a half hours long, and you feel every minute of those two and a half. I think oh, I checked my phone, God. and I never, I never check my phone when I'm in the theater. But I was by myself, and there it's, was barely anybody in there. I mean, so. it's oh, in theaters or just in general when you watch movies. Um, predominantly in theaters. No, I, I just never take my phone out. Yeah, ever. Yeah, uh, at, except for this time because I was like, whoop, whoop. when? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the the cinema police are gonna come and slap me on the wrist, but uh. No, I, I found myself checking my phone like three times. I was like, when is this movie going to end? And uh, oh. I kind of like where it's going in like the terms of like the larger MCU. Because, you know, I think I've seen every Marvel movie in the MCU except for Black Widow. But um, the movie itself just does not really stand on its own. It's I mean, you know, like uh, I'm trying to think Mike Trout's got to have a bad year. You know, Babe Ruth. You could probably find in there a couple bad, bad months. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can't knock everyone out of the ballpark. Yeah, you know, you, but when you're when you're making Eternals movies, it's like, all right, at, uh, at some point you're making like what three to four Marvel movies a year. I mean, you know, granted the pandemic it kind of halted a lot of that, but right, still like before you'd get like three a year, and not every one of them is going to be a winner. Like, dude, yeah, I mean, well, the 
Venom's the black sheep of the group. I don't even think Marvel even likes to acknowledge that Venom's part of their universe. Oh man, have you seen the second Venom? No, no. I won't. I, I from you, from hearing you talk <laughs> about it, and then compounding that with another uh, um, podcast that I listened to, I was like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'll wait. I, I waited the I waited two and a half years to watch the first one. I I went and I saw Venom two only because I heard something about it that uh mm. it, it has interesting implications. I will say that okay. Um and nothing more. I don't want to I don't want to spoil Venom to let there be carnage for you. You know yeah. Uh, uh the spoiler being uh Woody Harrelson's hair uh, in the movie. Yeah yeah. It's a real treat. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm really super. I want to drop $15 to see what he Harrison's hair. There's going to be carnage. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds, yeah, I had no, I always joke about that with everyone. I'm like, do you think like Marvel is, they just have to do it? Like there's no, it, we're not going to make a whole lot of money off of it. We did the one. It, it's not that great. We're just going to have to just keep, keep for, plugging it away. For but, Venom? Yeah. I think the first movie made a decent amount of money. Well, I mean, any Marvel movie is going to make a decent amount, but like, do people really like it? People, I think, really like Tom Hardy, and they like the character of Venom enough. I love Tom Hardy. Yeah, WWTHD. Man. Um, they, they like those two things enough, plus you slap the Marvel name on it, even though it's technically not an MCU movie. People are still going to go see it, and they're going to think to themselves, like, "So how's that not is, MCU? is Venom? Is Venom in the MC? Is is he with the Spider Man, or is this not with the Spider? Which Spider Man is he with? I don't, I don't understand it. This is turning into Tobey Maguire Spider Man. <laughs> There's going to be the reboot of Venom here in like the next three years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you remember when they did that to him? They rebooted the, Spider Man. I think we were t- I was talking to some buddies about it, and they're like, "Did you watch?" Like, well, who's your Spider-Man? You know, yeah. mine's Toby. Like, I you know. obviously, right, obviously, and uh, I was like, I've never even seen the ones with Garfield. The yeah, the ones with Garfield. I heard, I heard the first one was uh, okay. Like, I heard it was uh, sure. serviceable. Yeah. The second one, and I've watched plenty of reviews on YouTube, and I know what happens in the movie to, I think, give a fair assessment. Okay. Third one's Garbo. Third There's one, three of them. Or no, not the third one. The second one. Sorry, it didn't even make it to three movies. I was about to say like, that's that. I've I honestly know so little about it. I if someone came up and was like, "Did they make two or three? I'd, I'd uh, yeah, maybe. Which one had Dane DeHaan in it? Oh, the second one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Whatever. Sure. Paul Giamatti as the Rhino. Cool, I guess. <laughs> oh, that sounds well. The worst part about it, they re- so Spider Man. What three came out? Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yeah. Right. Garfield comes out three years later, and they act like McGuire never made a Spider-Man. Well, it's it's yeah, it's weird because they made the Amazing Spider-Man movies because you know three kind of flopped, and because they were Sam Raimi was going to make a fourth Spider-Man movie, sure, but that did not end up happening, obviously. So they were like, oh, we're going to like reboot the franchise. Like uh, Peter Parker is actually going to look young. He's actually going to look like a kid or whatever. And we're going to have him like be cool and stuff. And, and it didn't even make it to three movies. Yeah. It it was only two. And so they were like, "Mm, Kevin, Kevin Feige, can you please help us? Can you please make Spider-Man okay again? And you know, now we have Tom Holland, which, you know, I like Tom Holland. I think he's a good, good Spider-Man. Um, He's actually believable as a high schooler. And then Tobey Maguire's over there looking like he's 28. Oh, my God. 
It is. It did come out in that time where I didn't care about how old you were. If they said you're in high school, you could right. have been 32, and, and I would have been like, "All right, I'm in." And when you're, you know, it, when you're my age, when those movies came out, I was like just a little kid, yeah. Basically, when you're my age and you look at anybody who's like past eighth grade, yep. they all look the same to you. Yep. Everybody looks like an adult, whereas like. You know, now you look back at it and you realize how just ridiculous it I'm is. Just I mean, out of my head, and I'm like, geez, like Flash, Flash in. He was a senior in high school. Yeah, <laughs> he was a 32 year old senior. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, poor but, uh, dude! I can't wait to watch the uh, the Sam Raimi ones and talk about them on here because they're. I feel like I've been going on Raimi memes on Reddit. For yeah. like the past month, just appreciating all the memes people make, and there's a lot. There's really? so much to those movies. Whereas, like the Amazing Spider-Man movies, yeah, there's some memeable stuff in those movies because it's kind of bad, but not to the level of like appreciation that people have for the Tobey Maguire ones. It's it, it's great. I want to rewatch them soon. I think. Yeah, I think. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I could do one and two. Three is, uh, God, I think I tried to watch three about a year ago or something. I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's all right. It's one of those, I mean, those those movies, I'm so happy that someone, I think I, I always credit Bat, like Christopher Nolan with Batman. Yeah. Making it like a real life person. Yeah. You know, not like uh, like Michael Keaton and Clooney. I mean, and and the McGuire movies are so cartoony. Like they they yeah. They were like, we're gonna make a comic book movie. Then they did. They really embraced that like comic book element to yeah. it. Um and you know, the first the first movie is like, you know, okay, it's a decent decent like first Spider Man movie. Obviously it has to be an origin story, you know, you get Uncle Ben dying in there, spoiler alert. Um, Jeez, Kyle. I know. I'm Some sorry. Some people haven't seen this. <laughs> Whoever they are, they need to. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that one's, you know, a good serviceable introduction. And then the second one is just great. Like, Oh, yeah. It, it's just it's obviously, like, in terms of quality, the strongest out of the three. I would agree. And uh, it's the one, as when I was a kid, I rented the most out of oh, yeah? all three. Of, oh, yeah. A big time. I would rent them. I would rent the VHS all the time, and I'd go back to my grandpa's house, and I'd watch it. And uh, that was that was like a little tradition for me, going over to the video store next door to my grandpa's house. Yeah, because we 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 would just walk there, you know. Oh yeah, it's just right down, it's right across the road or whatever. And uh, I think, at you know, going off a little bit of a tangent, I think the movie that I rented from there the most was Home Alone, like the OG really? Home Alone. Yeah. Because for some reason I loved Home Alone, like I couldn't get enough of it. He was a hero. I couldn't get, yeah, I couldn't get enough of this kid like beating the shit out of these burglars. Probably enough uh, closest to your age, or it could be like something obtainable for you to like actually have happen. Yeah, yeah. Like as a kid, you were you were like, oh man, this is so cool. I wish I was him so that I could beat up these bad guys. Yeah. And, you know, in reality, if you your house got broken into, they'd probably kill you. Oh, it'd be no chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that kid it would be couchers. <laughs> Done. It's a it's a partially a fantasy movie. I mean, I would love to see the the Dark Knight version of that. Yeah. Well, people are saying that there should be a uh uh a like a re not a remake, but like a sort of like a what's the word I'm looking for? Redone? No, like kind of like a sequel, like a one of those sequels that come out like 40 years after or whatever, where like Macaulay Culkin's an adult and he has to like 
uh, equalizer oh. style takedown, bur- like home invaders or whatever. Yeah. But instead of like goofy traps with like sure. paint cans and Speaking Christmas cartoony, or- yeah. Christmas ornaments. <laughs> it's the like John a- Wick of his house. Yeah, it's like an R-rated like slaughter movie. Oh yeah. And I think that'd be I think that'd be an interesting uh, concept if done well. If done well, yeah, it's uh, dark comedy. That's exactly. I'm like just picturing dark comedy. You could really have fun with that. Mm-hmm. The unique like ways to like, kill someone mm-hmm. in that, but I think so. And then going back to Spider Man, I think the third one has a lot of value for the wrong reasons. Oh. I I love the memes. Yeah, I I love them. I can't get enough of them. Uh, in my in my friend Tyler's wedding, I was best man, and my like entrance into the reception yeah. was uh, Tobey Maguire's dance that he does when he's <laughs> when he's evil Spider Man, <laughs> like when he's going down the street snapping his fingers and he's doing the finger guns and oh yeah he's spinning and he comes out and he's got the suit on. Wasn't he just like right after he got taken by Venom, he hit like, Goth Maguire? Yeah, yeah. In there, he goes into an alley and he changes his hair, and all of a sudden oh. he's emo. God, we were talking about. I think I was talking about it with my brother. Like I, I remember watching the uh, Eddie, what Eddie Brock scene. Oh God! And like how so much of it just doesn't make sense. Oh, the really the funniest part. I don't know if we talked about it on here, but the funniest part of all that is that like he he loathes Toby Maguire. He goes a, he goes to a church and he prays for Peter Parker to dude, die. I'm telling you right now, like. He's a freelance photographer. <laughs> freelance. You could go to any fucking city and do that. And he, he, he acts such, like his life is ruined. So much of his dream that he has to kill Peter Parker. Like, how uh, low yeah. are you? <laughs> uh, I don't want to get too much into Spider Man. I no, want to save it. We for, don't have to. I, I just, want to save it for the future, dude. I will watch that again. And call, like, I. Oh my god, it is comical. Mm-hmm. They definitely hit the cartoony part of it. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so uh, I guess now is a good a time as any to get into a new segment that we're gonna try out Ooh, called uh, Top Five Surprise. There we go. So All right. uh, one of us is gonna ramble off uh, our top five, and then you're gonna answer. So like, I'm gonna give you like name top five blank, and you're gonna. Do your oh best sure, like, sure, sure, yeah, sure. So yeah. I'm just giving. You're gonna hit me with a list. And I gotta give you my top five. Yeah, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hit you. Versa. I'm gonna hit you with the title of it, and then all you're right, gonna. All right. Yeah, and then I'll 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 hit you with five titles back. Okay. Um, top five uh characters in movies where their uh skin is the color blue. What? <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> let's go. So should I go from five to one or one to five? I um. Oh, do television! Damn it! Go from go from one to five. It'll be easier. One to five. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! If I could even name five, I I thought of two. Really? Mm-hmm. Off the top of your head? Yeah. Yeah. The first one would uh well, Jesus! How about just name five where their colors blue? Because I got Arrested Development stuck Ooh. in my head right now. I got three. I mean, you can go with the rest of Development. That's fine. really yeah, yeah. Okay, because Tobias Funk. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's like I prematurely blew myself. Oh. <laughs> uh, that'd probably be number one then. All right, number one. Uh, number two, uh, The Watchmen. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Okay. Dr. Manhattan? Yep. Okay. Uh, number three, top five I can I can give characters. you some if you uh, need any. Leonardo DiCaprio and Titanic. No. Oh. <laughs> 
That's a clear choice. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not talking screen time, right? Or the whole, I mean, like these could no, just no. be like at, at one point or another, their skin color is blue. It was blue. Yeah. Okay. Or is blue. All right. Because now I got to go throw my head like, of like, uh, you know, we're in the world's Roger Rabbit or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. like someone getting strangled. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's three. Okay. Um, <clears throat> surprised you haven't listed one yet. Well, I'm not gonna do it. one certain one. There's a layup one in there. I I feel like there was. Is it but Papa Smurf? I was thinking the Smurfs, but All that right. wasn't it. I haven't seen it, so I'm I can't go down that. Okay, I'm not gonna do that one. Okay. Um, blue right. characters. Yeah. Ooh, uh, <laughs> Mel Gibson, Braveheart. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yep. He's got that war paint on there, and he hits him. Yeah. I think that's five, right? There's four. That's four. Or was that four? Okay. That's four. Don't cut me. This is my list. Oh, all right, We're doing all right. top five all right. uh, blue characters. Um, do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to lay up? Do you want a hint? Do I want a hint? Well, yeah. Let's see. Well, I'm not. Are you thinking Jamie Fox? No, I wasn't. But that's a that's I mean, a that's see, a good that's answer. That's another though. one that I haven't seen. So I mean, there's there's okay. all these. Uh, well, you can list ones that you haven't seen. I mean, really, the fact that you haven't seen them doesn't make the character not blue. Well, yeah, but I can't, I can't, I can't judge a guy for that <laughs> character. You on can't that. judge him for the color of his skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah, and I'm not talking about Papa Smurf. Yeah. Um. You, you got. got you got. Are you gonna? You. I know you're itching to get one out. I, I do How have about you one. name it and I'll say, all right, okay. that would that would fit in because right now, like, I don't even I'm still going off. All right. Uh, Paul Giamatti from Big Fat Liar. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes. I'm surprised that wasn't like your first or second one. No. So Big Fat Liar came out when um was it Frankie Muniz? Yeah. Is that the mm-hmm. yeah, it was kind of he he was just getting out of Hollywood and I think it was just turning the corner into watching really bad PG-13 movies mm-hmm. as opposed to PG. Yeah. So like it just missed it. Now there is quality in those films. Mhm whether or not good or bad yeah all right that you can take away from that is one of them though i mean i forget do they does he open the money bag and get spritz yeah yeah i think uh it's been a long time since i've seen it but yeah oh no he uh they like put the they put the weird chlorine in the pool and then oh. he goes for a swim and then his whole body is yeah, blue. yeah 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 yeah. oh yeah, man yeah. that reminds me of uh willy wonka and one of the most disturbing scenes i'd seen when i was a kid oh yeah so i'm gonna go with that Violet. that's my number five yeah there you go yeah uh, Violet's also a good uh, option, whichever, whichever. Probably the OG Willy Wonka, right? We're not going to go the Johnny no, Depp no, one. No, and I saw that in theaters, which was not a good call. No, <laughs> as a kid, I enjoyed it, but as a kid, I really didn't have any sort of um, taste. I guess you could of say, of course, dude. As a kid, like you know, not yeah. to not to make it a pun, you know, taste Willy Wonka, Chocolate Factory. Anyway, that's my it's top a, five it's surprise. A, it's there. It's <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. Um, no, so that's how we'll go. So just, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Just, yeah, just. And I came up with that just on the on the flight. Yeah. Like, I had another one that I yeah. thought I was doing, but I thought, no, I'm going to make this even more I want to wait. I'm going to sit on it. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's no, fine. No, no, no. That's all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Cool, cool. Um. So yeah, that was our that was so our, out of those movies. I'm just trying to think like what one I would recommend to see out of all. F- if I had to pick one out of those five movies to mm-hmm. recommend someone to see, yeah, 
Um, I don't know. Uh, so there were probably Watchmen. You pick Watchmen? Yeah, I don't know. Because what else was there? There was Big Fat Liar. There was, uh, um, I forget the other ones already. My memory is was, terrible. Actually, I'd probably tell you just watch the rest of development if you haven't seen it. I think. Oh yeah. I don't know. No, don't don't engross yourself with that. Okay. Do uh, yeah, I'll go watch, man. I don't think Braveheart would hold up. Braveheart, you know, I actually did see Braveheart. Um, really? Yeah, it was a long time ago, but that's what I'm saying. Like, do you think like now if you threw it on? You... Mm-hmm. I think there's still enjoyment to be had out of it. You know? It's, yeah. It's an it's like an epic war movie. You know? For way. sure. Um, it's actually really well done. You know what? Fuck it. Braveheart. Braveheart. Yay. Yeah. Even though it's. Don't look at the a time. lot of people's favorite movie, I feel like, you know, Braveheart. Like if you ask someone on the street, what's your favorite movie? And they gave you Braveheart as an answer. You'd go. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah. Agree. That's not a head scratcher one. Yeah. 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 Of course, if you like, if it was like someone that was 17, I'd be like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Out of everything that's come out since then. You really love uh, historically inaccurate Mel Gibson movies, I guess. Well, <laughs> he addresses it in the film. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was our, that was our top five surprise, our little new segment that we're going to try out. So, uh, yeah, yeah, hopefully yeah. you liked, liked that little, little ramble there into, uh, characters that are blue. Each, <laughs> each list will vary of course, but, um, maybe, maybe. or we'll go into red next time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, green. How many colors are there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> top five characters that are green. Number one, uh, the poison chick from the Batman movie. Oh, so hot. Uma <laughs> Thurman. Poison Ivy. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny too. Not to get like really into that, but I didn't learn I learned really later on that the director was gay. Oh. And there was the That actually makes a lot of sense. The the costume design, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I was thinking that. There same is thing. a part where uh Clooney throws on a Robin does and they got like his ass is like defined in the pants. And there's is like that a, the, is that the same movie where they've got the bat nipples? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I had and now I've sh- I probably should have confirmed it before I blurted it out, but we I was talking to some friends about this, and I remember uh, my buddy telling me like that that you know Clooney had a really big issue with how they were doing this. I I, I think a lot of people did. Yeah, I had no clue. I mean, I saw it when I was you know nine or ten, and I was like, I mean, it was just kind of odd, even at that age. But Poison Ivy, probably like one of my first like celebrity crushes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't remember what mine would be. I didn't. I didn't really have too many like crushes. I guess no. You know, yeah. I guess. Uh, oh. I. I. I mean, now I would probably say like uh, Jennifer Connelly. I think she's gorgeous. I think yeah. she's she's like she's super. Like I. I, I looked at up her uh, Wikipedia once, and like the the last paragraph of like the intro bio just says like she is considered to be one of the most beautiful people in the world. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Wow, Wikipedia! <laughs> You're very, uh, very bold in that statement. Yeah, I was about to say, not that I disagree. No bias. Not that I disagree. hundred percent, uh, dude. When she came out and did the Hulk with Eric Bana. Oh yeah, so she fine. was in that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. She had a nice run there for like five. To, it had been five to seven years where, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, graced us with her beautiful, beautiful face. I like, uh, I like the scene in that movie where he, uh, like fights the dogs, and then yeah. he, he gets done fighting the dogs, and he like is slowly turning back into Bruce, but in that transition, you get to see his, like, green green butt cheeks. It's, oh, yeah, there you go. It's a pretty cool scene right there. Yeah, that is an awesome <laughs> Eight, one. Eight-year-old me was like, wow. 
<laughs> I get to see this in theaters. <laughs> Craziness. Yeah, that was sounds. Yeah. Um. So yeah, speaking of uh, giant monsters, let's uh, talk about Akira. Hey. hey! You like that segue? Oh yeah. I I felt like that was a I pretty don't know good if one. He'd be considered a monster. I still don't know what to consider him. Yeah. But, uh, um. So I recommended a movie called Akira. Came yes. out 1988. Uh, directed by Katsuhiro Atomo. Mm-hmm. Dang it! I think I pronounced that pretty well. Um, if I do say so myself, give myself a high five. Um, I've been practicing that. I uh, did you listen to any? YouTube I did look it. I did look it over a bit before. Uh, the phonetical way of saying it. Before we did this. <laughs> all yeah. right. All right. Um, Gotta love a guy that preps. Yeah. I gave myself a high five one time in front of someone, and they called me autistic. So. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Always go with the clap on the back. <laughs> yeah. I, I do like the clap on the back and then the high five. Ah. The self high five in yeah. case I'm like, you know, comfortable with the person I'm with. Sure. If sure. I'm not, obviously I don't do that. Especially yeah. now that I'm gun shy about it. What about it. a, like, do you do a small fist bump then? Mm, I don't usually do that. No? No. You stay that's, humbled? That's only for like if I get a strike in wee bowling. <laughs> um, But yeah, I guess uh, I can summarize this movie real quick. So, uh. I mean, maybe. So, um, the film is uh, animated. Uh, came out in 1988. It is, I guess, considered an anime movie. Uh, I learned this while reading about it today. It's It was the most expensive animated movie until they made uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. So, yeah. Interesting fact for you. Big, yeah. But the movie is essentially about this uh, biker gang who live in neo tokyo and it's kind of like a uh a sort of heavily cyberpunk like metropolitan version of tokyo uh after this huge bomb goes off or like this bomb like event yeah and uh essentially the movie is about uh this biker gang led by uh this kid named canada which you know Canada, Canada. Which the whole movie, it I you know, it just sounded like they were saying Canada after a while. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just gonna call him Canada. It's, yeah. But essentially, uh, he leads this biker gang, and they come across this kid who's got uh, these weird powers. And one of the one of his uh, friends, Tetsuo, uh, runs into the kid, and then he's taken by the government. Uh, the government is like conducting these weird experiments on like these kids and you find out they have like these powers but they all look like weird old people and then Tetsuo starts having these symptoms of uh, of uh, having powers and stuff so then the story is essentially about him like coming to terms with like his abilities and like him getting power hungry about it and uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of different uh, elements of like government overreach and uh, militaristic uh, sort of society, um, and uh, the, the the notion yeah. that that uh, humans are never meant to uh, to reach a sort of like godlike power because if they do, then it's just going to lead to destruction. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty much the gist of the movie. Um, so, so what did you think of it? Uh, I guess is my question. Is to that you. what we're leading into off it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What did, uh, you know, they're never meant to reach these heights. Anyways, Mac, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just this really profound statement. Like, so what did you think, McLean? Yeah. Um, it's like a college professor asking you about uh, the book you read in class. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, actually eerily close, <laughs> close <laughs> description of what's going on. <laughs> no. Um I I was oh my gosh. So I guess okay, my first I guess my first real question is did you watch this movie subbed or dubbed? Dubbed. Okay. Dubbed. Now we talked a little bit about it. Um I was not gonna I mean uh after after we had kind of talked and you said it looked I mean it, like you you watch it dubbed and you can hardly tell. I was like, oh, anime, you know, I didn't realize like the anime, like the animations behind it. Mm. So as soon as it, it kicks off, I mean, it's it's really like, oh, yeah, this is going to be easy to like, I'm not going to even get caught up with their the voiceovers, anything like that, you know, okay. and it actually, I don't know. I mean, it really felt it felt like a. You know, like they re- they redid it a like little it, bit. Like it was really okay. Like well, no, like I mean, a, I was kind of just watching the like the mouths go with it, and I'm like, man, that is. It looks like how you'd pronounce something is mm-hmm. what they're saying. So, so it was a decent dub, is what you're saying. Oh my god! I mean, in terms of dub movies that I've seen, this is number one. Oh, like easily. Nice. Like I didn't have any issues whatsoever. I mean, like we talked about, it. it's a lot easier yeah, yeah. to be animated and do it than it is live action yeah and i think um because already it's being voice acted you know already they have voice actors for it whether it's their native language or um overseas but i was telling you this uh before you watched it i said uh because i watched it subbed and normally that's how i would prefer to watch foreign movies you watched it subbed i yeah i watched it subbed and while I feel like I didn't miss anything important, like story-wise or anything, right? I did kind of feel like I couldn't appreciate the animation as much as I would have liked to because a lot of the time I would read what was coming up, and you know they'd come up fairly quick, Dude, so you that, had to be like it, quick about reading I was what about was to going say, on. It's fast pace. It's fast the pace dialogue, and like not only do you have to like read what's good, but you have to like try to understand what they're saying and like what the context of it is. And so me trying to do that and like then looking up at the screen to see like what's going on visually. I felt like it was kind of like taken away a little bit, like the value of the animation because the animation's gorgeous in this movie. Oh my God. Like whether or not you like the movie itself, you have to admit like it's, it looks great. There are, um, I mean, essentially 2d, you know I mean? But Mm -hmm. for, for yes, no, I agree a hundred percent with what you're saying. Cause a lot of the time too, well, characters were i mean i'm glad i watched it dub too because like while the characters are talking you can kind of get lost in that world and take a lot more of it in yeah you know and uh there's a, a little bit more appreciation on my end for for everything going on around it mm-hmm. you know because i didn't have to try to catch up with i can't believe you watch it so i mean that just sounds yeah I, I think the, i might i might watch it dubbed soon in the near future just to like catch yeah, everything i think it'll help out a little bit i mean halfway through the film i was like Man, this movie moves like the dialogue moves at a fairly it's, quick pace. It's, like there's it not a lot really, of it doesn't really stop much at all. Well, like, there's not you don't have time to think. There's no I mean they the only time I think it really slowed down in terms of dialogue they're in a jail cell. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that same thing. And like they, that's the only time you kind of get a break from everything. Yeah, you know? they they kind of they they catch you up with a little bit about what's going on and what all that what's going on, what it means a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, but at, that was the slowest time where they're actually like, "All right, audience members, you're going to think with us." Cuz like the movie starts and it's like this giant explosion happens and there's this voiceover telling you that there was a cataclysmic event that led to the creation of like Neo Tokyo. And then immediately after that, you're in, you're thrust into like 
this biker gang that's chasing like a rival biker gang down it, the street and it just doesn't let up it <laughs> was some of the editing like i i at the very very beginning was having like a little bit of like what's going on where are we at with the timeline yeah. are we hopping back and forth because there's because you're in the city the whole time and it's just you know it's like it's really just a dy- dystopic uh you know future dystopian mm-hmm. city like you're not you it could be five years like from the incident to another incident and i don't think you'd really know because there won't be like a change in the environment yeah so i had you know the biker gang happens and then all of a sudden they smash cut to like a kid walking out with some guy and i'm like and i think i may have missed what all that was going on but i'm like what the fuck is happening yeah no the movie the movie really like wants you to experience what's happening like uh firsthand like it doesn't it, it tells you like the bomb that goes off, yeah. But it doesn't exactly tell you what the bomb is. You know, you kind of find that out later in the movie. But did it's, you? Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that because I don't. I was trying to sit there and remember like the whole time was like the. Inc- I don't think it was an inciting incident, was it? Uh, it's like not I, the inciting incident, but like what got Neo Tokyo to where it was. Kind yeah, kinda like that notion of like if we destroy it, we can like rebuild it even better, or like yeah. something like that. I I got like a lot of those themes from this movie yeah and i you know that's kind of where my assumption of it was okay um especially when they were talking about akira itself um like the the being of akira yeah so um yeah the movie just kind of it thrusts you in the pool and it's like all right figure it out it really does Mm -hmm. and i and i i kind of i appreciate that it did that you know you, you like it a little bit more well, I mean, I think yeah. I think it really does help out with um not you not being spoon fed as an audience member. It does keep you engaged the whole time. If you are, I will say, if you are into the film, yeah, there were moments where I was drifting in and out, not like sleeping, but just kind of with my interest because I mean, trying to keep up, you're trying to figure out, you know, if what Akira is, what's going on. Mm-hmm. So there's like mo- there's these pockets of time. Where it's just like, all right, where are we at? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like, and you really got to be uh, engrossed with like the city and the themes going on. Yeah. But you know, I don't think I didn't check my phone at all. I wasn't sitting there like, when's this ending? It was just kind of like every like we were just taking steps. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Because like you know, you you get this feeling that like the whole time you're watching it that like everything's gonna fall apart somehow. I feel like because like they keep talking about this notion of like. Uh, this this power that Akira has, and it's like, oh, we're not ready to like touch this thing yet. You know, they've got Akira like locked away, like deep underground, and yeah. like these huge layers of like doors and wires and stuff. You know that like people can't get to it. So it's it's uh, you you know that somehow that thing's gonna get set free, and that that shit's gonna go down. I mean, it, you yeah. just don't know like how exactly. So. What, for me watching it, I mean, I went into like a, you know, dystopian future to kind of, is this like a government overthrow? Is this like the man beating us down and we're mm-hmm. losing our sense of who we are? And then I really got into like the machine, you know, where you're you're starting to see like the citizens that are becoming part of the machine. We're all falling yeah. in, you know, like Pink Floyd. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm like sitting there. I saw, and then Akira pops up and I was like, oh, it's the heart of the machine. It's a, it's the deciders who decide. Yeah. You know, this is, this is ultimately who's making these judgments. But then there was like this really big uh, religious um, 
yeah you know theme that that popped up with akira and all of a yeah, sudden they like, start talking about power yeah because they view akira as like this godlike being the the energy the mm-hmm. source of energy the source of all energy that is and uh, you know i was starting to think a little bit about japan and i don't know uh, buddhism i think that's uh, at least i know they have they have some like with the eastern um eastern philosophies you know chi and all that stuff the the flow of energy through uh all things okay. you know so i started to get a really big sense of that yeah and that yeah. kind of threw me off between like the machine which is like a little bit of capitalism falling in losing who you are the free spirit versus like the flow of energy yeah and uh it it started diving more into the energy source of it and that's when i was like where are we like whoa you know yeah. I, I really couldn't and then the other funny part with me was watching it uh not really knowing who i'm rooting for Right. Did you ever have that sense well, where you like, were like the movie the movie is very good about uh making you feel kind of like not ambiguous but just sort of like uh all right who who is done wrong who is done right here yes. because you get the sense that Tetsuo as a character cuz Tetsuo is the one who you know he gets he gets the powers essentially right. and he he starts going he starts going nuts with it you know he's killing people he's like smashing buildings he's doing all these this crazy stuff. Yep. And uh you know his his attitude changes from where he begins in the movie to where like he ends up with the powers because he gets this he gets this sense of like i i can finally like do the things that i want to do you know i don't have to rely on other people to like rescue me anymore i can finally like take action into my own hands yep. and that becomes dangerous but it also makes you think this kid has like been beaten down like most of his life and it, at, at what point do we say oh. that it's justified the things that he's doing? You know. Uh yes, agreed. I well to I, a, to a certain point. I was about to say. I mean, it was really at the hospital. I think once we got it, he was getting out of the hospital and he was starting to realize the power that he had. Yeah. I was like, this is not going to go well. Because like, because because they kidnapped him basically and they held him there captive. It's weird because they they did and they well so they do and they don't. You know, I'm yeah. not, I guess I don't want to say kidnapping, but it, he was part of he was infringing on one of their test subjects. So and he was injured. Mm-hmm. So they brought him in there. And I think they just happened to do tests on him because uh, when they did like a radio beacon, like his energy signature kind of started going off. Mm-hmm. And the doctor's like, hold on now. So then that's where you do get into kind of kidnap. Yeah. Yeah. And then they also kind of like treat him like a lab rat because well, they're essentially the, like, oh, yeah. if this goes wrong, we just have to kill him. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, okay, well, this is a person. So and they it, had a life. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so pick, I was trying to pick up on some of the themes. One that I mm-hmm. didn't get the, the, the purpose of the kids. And then, you know, I don't know. I had such a hard, I don't know if they were trying to reinvent Akira or what the kids' purposes were because, like, I, I can't remember it being explained, like, what they were ultimate yeah, goal was going to be. Yeah, that that was kind of like uh, I'm still trying to figure that one out too because it's you're, I mean they're they're all kids essentially, but they look distinctly old. Yeah, and they they show you like that brief sort of flashback thing like towards the end of the movie of like mm-hmm. all the kids the, in like the room. Yeah, and uh, they're like all doing like these experiments or whatever, and all the kids in the flashback look young still. Yeah, they still... they look like kids. Yep. Whereas you know you jump to the present day or where, wherever the movie's set. And they all look like little old people. 
but yeah. they all have like the voices of children still. Oh, it's kind of. I and, think they're playing a little bit into the creepiness, but I think there is something yeah. there with you know. Well, there. I feel like there's something there too with like. There's got to be something with like, you know, taking the youth away from the the people uh, by like exploiting them and and just sort of like using them for selfish purposes, because um, like. You know, they they were trying to rescue one of the kids in the beginning. You know, yeah. that's why he was walking with the the dude in the like, I don't know what you want to call him, like the resistance or whatever. Yeah, I was about to say. I didn't at first. I didn't understand it, and then as I was thinking about, I was like, oh, that guy obviously was part of the the yeah. domestic terrorist group. Or yeah, whatever. like a, like an anti government organization. Yeah. So they're they essentially like want to like almost rescue these kids in a way because I mean they're they're trapped. You know, it's kind of like Tetsuo right. where. He's in a situation where he's basically kidnapped and, and you know, monitored by the government, um, used for governmental purposes, I guess you could say. Yeah. And it's funny that you bring up, like, the the sort of, like, government breaking down point, too, because I thought the, the scene where they're, like, in that conference or whatever, it's just so representative of how, like, the city operates and how, like, run down it is and how chaotic oh, everything is. They talk, they show, they show political, uh, the, the problems with bureaucracy mm-hmm. and politics. I mean, just that scene alone and the other, it, you know, I don't want to, with anything, but the guy at the end of the film, when it, him taking that money, he was leading mm-hmm. the resist, and he was yeah, doing yeah. it for, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it was kind of, it was, they touched on, like, a lot of problems with, like, society or civilizations being ran by like a like a like a by a group yeah yeah by like a like this weird this hive mind that can't even agree with itself because you know obviously that guy that you talked about with like the briefcase was motivated by money and then like the military guy obviously was just motivated by power you know he just wanted to be the top guy like I don't think he was motivated too much by money, more in the sense, more like, yeah, more in the sense he just wanted to rule everything. He wanted, he wanted to be, yeah, he wanted New Tokyo to fall in line, mm-hmm. which, yeah, because you know he he's, he viewed the city as scum, and so he wanted to like clean the scum of the city essentially. Yep. Uh, and how he was going to do that was, uh, you know, freaky weird superhero kids that are old looking. Uh, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> nat- right. naturally. Yeah, they were kind of. It was yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess we can talk about, uh, spoilers for Akira. Um, what, uh, Oh, so by the way, if you guys haven't seen it, as we get into this, uh, it's on Hulu. If yep. you have a subscription, there's both the subbed and the dubbed. I'd recommend the dubbed. I think Kyle might be in that boat too, but he's only seen the sub. So if he wants to make an argument, now's his time. Uh, I'm not going to. All right. We'll just recommend the dub version. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's like, there were I, I kind of knew that it was gonna like get into like the weird sort of like monstrosity territory it, that it did towards the end. Yeah, um, well, because that... people have told me before that like they didn't tell me anything specific, but they would say stuff like, "Oh man, this this movie is effed up. Like it's got some weird shit in it." And I'm like, "Okay." And you know, if I had watched this movie like seven years ago, I would have been like, "Oh, well, this movie is a little too grotesque yeah. for me," but. Watching it now as a 26, almost 27-year-old, it's... Humble brag. Humble brag. Um, yeah, closer to 30 than I am 20. That's a that's Sorry, right. I'm closer to thought. 40 than I am 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're here for me. <laughs> um, totally relate, dog. Watching this movie now as an adult, 
you're like, okay, well, it there obviously like is some weird shit in it, but it's yeah. nothing that I can't handle, especially after like a lot of the movies that I've seen already. Sure. Is um, this your Everest to climb? Like kind of after you heard all that stuff, like if I can get past this one, I can do anything? No, that was, uh, I, I feel like my Everest to climb is yet to come, like right, uh, with right. certain movies, like uh, if you ever recommend Antichrist, I might be like, oh no, boy, not yet. No, how am I going to get through that I'm one? I'm not going to, we'll hold off. Because, you know, I'm essentially someone who is, uh, you know, with most movies I can handle it, but right. I'm pretty squeamish um, when it comes to blood in real life. And sometimes in movies, like uh, 127 hours, I almost passed out yeah. watching. Yeah. Um, but this movie was like, yeah, I mean, it's weird, but it, like the visuals make it look cool and interesting. And I think, you know, metaphorically, there's there's some stuff that was going on with what they were portraying. I don't mm. think they had it in there. Um, cause at the end of the film there, you know, that the blob. Yeah. Essentially Tetsuo, uh, his powers start overtaking him and he can't control them. Yeah. So his I mean, body starts morphing into like this giant grotesque baby thing with like all these limbs and, uh, extra like skin and stuff like that. And it starts yeah. to like consume everything around him, oh my, including and, Canada and the general and, yeah. uh, Tetsuo's Kay. girlfriend. Um, well, I don't, and that was another weird thing that I was like, they he he got her out of jail and now they're dating. Like, is that really how it works? Yeah, you know? like he. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe I just that maybe that's a, the boldness that you need. You know, yeah. just by the hand, you're my girlfriend now. But I feel like I'm. That's a whole other like. Mm-hmm. Get um, on, get on this bike. That's not mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I was gonna say the. Some of the the visual, um, not even aids, the, the the grotesque creatures or whatever you want to call them. I think like I think they served a purpose. I don't think it was on there for uh, you know, gore porn. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. You know? you know, there was a visual representation of like what's going on thematically, and of course, you know, uh, it gets to like flex that animation style a little bit. I yeah. think. Yeah. You you know the animators were like waiting for that scene to come, and well, they were like, "Ooh, baby, we get to make this scene." They had the other scene that creeped me out a little bit. Like just watching it was uh, in the hospital with the toys yeah, coming toy, the, the milk, yeah. and there was like a lot of, and I th- you know they didn't want to Age of Innocence being stripped, but uh, mm-hmm. you know that one that was kind of that that was a bizarre kind of scene for me i was like i, re- I really like that it's in uh animation right now like yeah. I, I you're able to do a little bit more than you would be have to in live action what you know and that i think that's a good segue into um so i just remembered this apparently and i don't know if it's still going on i think it is but he like it's got a lot of projects but essentially taika watiti was um given like the opportunity to make like a live action akira for like really? yeah for like the future i don't know if he's still going to or if uh if that's like still going to happen at all but i read about it and he was going to make it but then he got busy with like thor and jojo rabbit and all this other stuff that he was doing so he yeah. uh he hasn't he hasn't committed to it yet and i don't know i don't know how it's going to translate into live action because like you know this movie came out in 1988 if they had made a live action akira in 1988 it would have been super goofy no one would have taken it seriously i feel like like i think it probably would have died in like obscurity and like the so bad that it's good 
lists on like the Wikipedia uh, page of movies. Uh, yeah, depending on who directed it. Like uh, I think this had like a True. lot of the uh, Escape from Escape from New York vibe to it. Yeah, have you ever seen? You know, I watched it recently. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. I know. I know. Yeah. a boy. <laughs> this had like that kind of feel, though. You know. So I mean, like, mm-hmm. if if uh, you know, someone were to, I I don't know though. I I don't. I I really just liked it. The an the animation version, the anime. You know, I don't. I can't. I have such a hard time trying to visualize in my head how that would look. Yeah. You know. I mean. And there's and, there's like you know. It's realistic, I guess, air quotes, realistic to a point, but it's like they still take li- creative liberties when it comes to uh, characters doing things. Yeah, 100%. You know, but characters I mean, get like tossed around and flown in the air and they get like slammed against a wall and then, you know, they're mostly fine. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It has, it was, they knew what they were going with. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's, there was a time I think he takes his bike up a block. The thing gets to about 75 degrees and he puts on the brakes and he's sitting there looking down at Tetsu, mm-hmm. you know, and they're going, they're going like that. And I'm like, he would be clearly sliding down this slab of concrete, like, <laughs> you know, like, and I'm like, well, whatever, you know, it's, it's in its own world right now. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, if, if anyone's listening to me and is debating, I'm making this don't yeah. just let it be. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, I think it's a fine piece of film. I think, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's great. I've wanted to watch it for a while and, uh, I'm glad I could, Finally, uh, recommend it. I'm glad. Uh, shout out to Mikey giving me his uh, Hulu info so I could watch it and not yeah. have to pay for it. Appreciate the it. MVP of the night. Yeah, uh, his initials are MPV, Ooh. which you know I'm not gonna say exactly last name, but uh, right, right, right. Shout out to Mikey. Yeah, if that is even his name, alias. Yeah, who knows? Uh, he's a he's a mysterious dude. Into the void we go. Yeah. Uh, into the void is that another movie enter the void is. enter the void i is. think it's done by gasper no yeah yeah which is that i thought it was i thought his name was pronounced no way no way jose no way jose <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I like uh gaspar no though. yeah gaspar no <laughs> gasp <gasps> no there's a movie that's on uh oh my god it's on it's on who or showtime or something like that it's about uh this French ballet group that get together for one night to do like a little practice and then have some drinks and it gets spiked with LSD. Oh yeah. So it's a whole night of whatever you call being on LSD. Wait, that move that isn't it called, isn't it climax? Yeah. That's the movie. Yeah. So yeah. I've seen that on prime. Uh, like I've read the description before. Sometimes like it's one of the, <laughs> like, do I dip my toe? Do I check? Well, Is it a little, okay. Here's, here's my question. Is it a yeah. movie that I can watch? with Zach home or should I wait I until he well, goes into one, the office? The, the name of the movie's climax. So <laughs> <laughs> you take a shot with that one. <laughs> I have my answer. Part of the pun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess um, going, going back to Akira, you know, yeah. the, I just, I, you know, the whole thing comes together really well. Like the animation, the, um, the score, the voice acting, you know, yeah. despite despite it, you know, me watching it subbed, I can tell when voice acting is good, even in a foreign language, because there's like passion and oomph behind it. You yeah, know? yeah. And I'm assuming that the dubbed version is pretty adequate as far as like quality uh, of VO. You know, I would say it. It might just be my perspective with it, but anytime I watch animation or anime, no matter how it's 
brought up portrayed as yeah i have a little bit harder of a time kind of saying all right this is a real life you mm-hmm. know like i don't get past it's a movie so when i hear it like this one sounded like dragon ball z like it reminded me so much of like dragon ball you know with it's a little bit more emotional than i guess what you'd expect in real life right but it's you know it keeps you entertained and it keeps you going that you never really fall out with what they're what they're doing mm-hmm. you know that it's it's i think a little harder pr- to portray animated characters you know and then you get that that's why you get a little bit more of that Canada! Yeah, like I don't know how many they. There's a lot of screaming in the film. There's a lot of screaming, a lot of people screaming Canada's name. Yeah, uh, which you know is great because you get to hear them say the word Canada. Yeah, I yes. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite scene in the movie is um when Tetsuo is on the bridge mm-hmm. and the like religious like cult leader or whatever is like yep. following him and. He's he's like letting them follow him or whatever. Like he doesn't kill him or whatever. But then like the tanks come and they like shoot at uh, Tetsuo, and obviously he doesn't get hurt because he's like this super powerful dude or whatever. But the yeah. people behind him just get slaughtered, and he like the like the religious leader like kind of like sinks into the water and he gets crushed by all these rocks and stuff like that. And it's it, it's weirdly telling of how the dynamic is between like Tetsuo and his powers and like the people around him because like obviously they think he's Akira and they revere him as like a god and so essentially there's like this commentary of like we will worship you until the very end and then like meanwhile Tetsuo just doesn't give a shit like he he doesn't it's yeah because I don't think he doesn't really know well that and he's like completely ambivalent to it like he doesn't kill them like he's not angry with them right he's just like oh these guys are following me now whatever and then they die and he's like oh they're dead oh well and then he just keeps going that's what i'm saying like yeah i had a hard (laughs) i i just it kind of oh my god it felt like a false not like not a false prophet but like a he like i just don't think he there could have been that whole group behind him or no one behind him Mm -hmm. so i mean like i guess what you're saying a little bit of um yeah. yeah, I thought it was kind of funny that the guy, the reason why I'm laughing at it is the guy the whole time's preaching about, uh, you know, the world that we're living in. It's all false. Akira's going to bring it back. Like, mm-hmm. you know, worship the flames, worship the fire, you know, like, whatever it goes, like, we are with you. We are one, you know, take us down, take us out, you know, however it goes. Yeah. And then he's falling into it and he's, help me, save me, save you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you have all this bravado <laughs> around, like, what you're saying. And then when it actually is getting to that point, you know, it's, you're completely human again. Yeah, you yeah. know, there's no, there's no political decisions behind what you're saying, you, you know. Re- you revert to instinct. Yeah. So I had, a really i had a fun time with that one as i'm watching that guy kind of go down and i was like wow there you go that's just how we all are i mean dude everyone's got all this bravado until you get down to the bare bones of it and we're all just you know animals yeah yeah every everyone knows what they're doing until they get punched in the face essentially yeah well everyone's it, got a plan until they get punched it wasn't even yeah pun, i mean it's more like you got an yeah. angry bear coming at you metaphorically speaking yeah yeah <laughs> uh when it's applied to this scene but yeah i really like that scene i I thought it was good. Um, was there anything that you had with it that you didn't like or like had a criticism or anything? No. Oh, uh, well, I think there, there's a difference between how um, the film was made. I mean, obviously it's made for theatrical purposes, mm-hmm. you know, but it, there was uh, some of the editing, the scenes. Um, I was trying to think, you know, like you watch, you watch the live action movie. Yeah. Obviously, like even if a scene ends and dovetails into another scene, sometimes like you get the editing behind it, but you don't really feel like, all right, you know, we've we've 
caught next, mm-hmm. right? With this one, it was clear. You know, I just would go black and out. All right, on to the next scene. Here we go. Some of them, I mean, were a little decently paced, and some of them were just like 30 seconds on to the next, you yeah. know? So I had a hard time with kind of not figuring out the axe, but like where we were at or where we were going. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and I think it's just because it was made you know, in a different country. Like if I had, uh, I think they got their own way of kind of doing film. Mm -hmm. So that was probably about it. Just me not being used to that style. Um, other than that, it would be a little bit of, I mean, you know, I guess you, you have to be a little engrossed with what's going on or you gotta, you know, either you gotta sit there and really think about like what they're trying to say, like what you, what your interpretation of the film is, or you just gotta love that this is like, you know, Neo Tokyo dystopian future and we're kicking ass biker gangs yep. taking out. We're trying to find God. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. if, you, if you can live in one of those two worlds, I think you'll be fine with it. If at one point you're like, don't know what they're saying. And I hate that. This is like, this is so weird. Mm. You're not going to, you're going to be completely out of it. Yeah. You know? So I get that. Other um, than that, I mean, I don't, I think it, you know, it was, um, it was good. I mean, like, and I had a couple points at the, in the beginning when I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, trying to uh, figure out what was going on, I was losing interest a little bit because I'm like, this guy isn't gonna softball this in here for me. Like, <laughs> no. I'm gonna have to kind of see, you know. So that, and then it brings you back into it a little bit about, all right, well, where are we going? Am mm-hmm. I gonna be able to pick piece it back together? And I think, you know, for a little bit, I did. Yeah. So now that, yeah, you know, those are good points. I think and. Uh, yeah, as I say, what about for you? What do you have? Do you got any criticisms, or did you just enjoy yourself throughout? Uh, no, I really enjoyed it for the most part. I think if I did have a criticism, it would be, um, I think, you know, for the most part, the sound design was really good, but a lot of the time it was super loud, like almost to the point where like I had to turn my TV down quite a bit, like uh, to like the. If I normally watch it at like a fifteen, I would have to turn it down all the way to like a two or three. And really? like for like yeah, for like scenes where they're like shooting guns or like ceilings are getting smashed through or like walls are getting smashed through. And there's like a lot of those scenes. Obviously, I if it was this it. movie's filled with destruction. Oh my god, yes. Um, so the whole time I'm doing that, it's like uh, this is like it sounds good, but it's really loud. And I thought it was a little bit much at times. Um, for me personally. I didn't have. That's why I'm wondering if they maybe did a little different editing, or I don't know, because I didn't have that issue at all. I was watching this maybe. at like 16, and yeah, maybe they turned down the like sound effects for uh, like background noise or whatever, or not background noise, but you know, just sounds happening in general. I mean, it was it, there is a lot of destruction. I'm mean, not saying it's not. It a lot of that stuff. It is loud. But, yeah, you know, I didn't really yeah. have a noticeable difference from other movies that I've watched. Yeah, I don't know. I and I don't know what makes this movie different compared to others cuz I mean I saw Dune in the IMAX and I thought that was perfect and it was loud as hell. But at watching it at home with the sound effects going off like that, it was kind of jarring a little bit, mm. which I mean, you know, it's like the first and only movie that I've kind of like had that issue wish wish <laughs> that issue with. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm. Yikes. Dust mites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, my powers are overtaking my body. I'm <laughs> turning into a grotesque baby monster right now. Um, So, yeah, that's essentially pretty much it. And then, um, you know, I can see the perspective of, like, okay, you're thrust into this world and you don't know what's going on and you're expected to sort of 
pick it up as you go along. There's no exposition really, but I kind of like that in sure this movie, especially especially after watching Eternals and like they have like a scroll of like three paragraphs of info that you think you need but you don't need because the movie's so boring you don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that's uh, yeah. I like that they did that, but that's just me. Um, cool. So yeah, yeah. What would you rate it? Is the question. Um, so I mean, I'm still tinkering with the scale. I'm still trying to figure out, you know, but uh, from a uh, movie quality, mm. this is definitely like I would, you know, seven or an eight. I think the anime it was beautiful. I mean, there's so much to get lost in. Um, some of the bike chase scenes, like when they're not doing the, sh- you know, with mm. the flight, you know, you're just zipping by, but like when they hover out, you know, in a lot of like the underbelly of the city. I mean, I thought it was just really it captured the feel for me. Yep. Um, in terms of like, like enjoyment or pleasurability, like the fun, the laughs, the thoughts, I mean, all that, I'd probably give it like a, probably like a four, you know, a four or a five. Like there's not like a whole lot of, laughs for me like a lot of it was like <laughs> and i when i say laughs i mean it's just kind of like when you're sitting there and you're going along and you're able to kind of take that breath mm-hmm. sit back and ca- you're ne- it, ne- it doesn't do that it's it such doesn't a fren- do that it's such a frenetic pace and i think that there was a lot of themes in here it wasn't like one centralized theme mm-hmm. so you you can get lost a little bit like with what the director's saying or where he's going or just the message as a whole so i mean like you know but it, it and Overall, I mean, probably a seven. I mean, I think okay. the the visuals, uh, as well, you know, as well as being able to think about it, you know, I, it was really, I mean, re- well done. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know if I'm gonna go out and see this like again immediately, um, but yeah. What about you? What do you got? Um, uh, I would probably give it a nine out of ten. Nine. Yep. I think it's great. I think any everybody who's over the age of uh, at like fourteen, I guess should see it sure i don't um, think there's really like uh i mean probably 14 to have like a little bit more intellect behind like what you're seeing yeah i'm in that and i mean it's a fairly violent movie that's uh you know pretty gruesome at points i would I say guess. i don't know i never see that's the one thing i never i never felt that i never felt there were yeah, so like many i didn't t- think it was overly grotesque like it wasn't like uh, not even grotesque but i'm saying violent like yeah, yeah. it is like once you kind of get to the end it might have been the anime factor on me but i never had they were shooting lasers you know i mean there was and like, like the kid was flying around like i never felt like you'd be thinking like this would be in a world yeah except for that scene where that dude gets shot by all the cops you know, that the, one at the beginning. <laughs> yes. No, that one, I agree 100% with that. Because I, well, they had the biker, you know, the bike chase scene, and yeah. they have lead pipes. Oh, yeah. And they're hitting guys. One guy's arm gets ran over, mm-hmm. but there's nothing ever that pops up. You're like, oh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that, that, that scene actually is a little, he's got a gun. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, you, you get to, you get to see, you get to see boobs. For a bit. Oh yeah, so nice. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, nine out of ten for me. I think it's great. Good. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, riding on motorcycles. Whoa, what? Yeah, uh, <laughs> dude, I'm I'm killing it with these segues. Man, I really yeah, smooth Thank transition. You. Thank you. I'm uh, I'm working on them. <laughs> um, we both watched a movie. Uh, 
I asked Mac, hey, what do you want to talk about other than Akira on the podcast? And he's like, I watched this movie with Mads Mikkelsen. It's called Riders of Justice. Our boy. By the way, mm-hmm. Mads, I think, is going to go on the list. So I was talking to my brother about the, the list, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think Mads could go on that list. The list of, like... That's going to be my next top five for you. Like, guy, okay. Like, guys who haven't, like, won an Oscar but are still, like... Dudes. Guys that are dudes. So guys we were, that are dudes. Uh, guys that are dudes. <laughs> All right? Dude, I can't wait for that list. I'm telling you. you should we... We could put it off till next week. I think that's going to be the one. I, you can think about that one too. That would be. Okay. A, and all, yeah, I know we do surprises, but like, let's he, save it. I kind of. Yeah. He's got his five, and I got a couple that kind of span span into that. I feel like so, there could be a good discussion if we like think about it a bit and like yeah. choose the right people. So we'll do that. But I think Mads, at least for me, is getting onto my list of guys that are dudes. Yeah. Well, now that you say that, he's going on mine for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, we watched a movie called Riders of Justice. It is a Danish film. Starring Mads Mikkelsen, directed by Anders Thomas Jensen. Uh, oh, fairly uh, simple name compared to uh, the Akira director. But did you want to uh, give a quick uh, Syn- synopsis? Yeah, since uh, you're the one who told me to watch it. Yeah, so this movie's been out for I don't know a couple years now, uh, maybe two. Uh, November 2020. So this movie's been out a year now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, Mads is in it, and I, I I've heard about it, so we were I was hanging out, and I was like, man, I'm gonna I want to throw this on. I gotta I gotta check it out. I like Mads a lot. You've he's fallen into favor with you. Um, maybe yeah. Kind of you're kind of shaking your head like no. Like, no, I was I was nodding. I was agreeing I'm with just you. Kidding. <laughs> you you dingus! Don't lie to our audience. Uh, yeah, um, all the audience members are now shaking in disgust with you. How could he not like Mads? They don't even know who Mads dude, is. I watched two movies this past year that were like some of my favorites, and both of them had Mads in it. I'm telling, like, guys that are dudes. Guys that are right. dudes. Um, that's going to be the next t-shirt. <laughs> guys that are dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so Add it to the list. Yeah. So anyways, um, the, movie's, uh, the movie is, um, it starts out with a little girl wanting a bike. Right, mm-hmm. and uh, she goes. They go to the bike shop, and and they say that we can get the bike, right? And they find a bike. You know, we're not going to tell you how, why, where, whatever. They get the bike, and it's going to get they'll they'll get it taken care of. But then the kind of puts into system of events, you know, chain of events. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mads is overseas. He does work for the <laughs> army for the yeah. He's he's in the military. Yeah, the military. I don't know what. I, yeah, I don't remember what exactly either. Swedish military? Well, I mean, I think it's... Uh, what is his nationality? Well, he's Danish. Danish. So the, the, the Danish military, yeah, I guess you could say. Yeah, he's black ops. He's a hard ass. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's, you know... And anyways, he's talking to his daughter and, and his wife and whatever, and he says, I'm going to be overseas for a little bit longer. Well, they say, all right. And uh, they end up having to hop on a train, mm-hmm. right? And they get on the train, and uh, there's an accident. Right, and Mads find out it's invo- it's involving his wife, and uh, he has to come back. And uh, once he gets back, he's a little depressed. You know, things are happening, and there's some uh, there's a professor that was on the train, a guy that does risk analysis, statistical performance. I mean, he looks yep. at, I mean, I don't even know how to do, chain of events and the the probability of it happening or what it, what it could represent, like the coincidences, I guess is that they phrased it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he meets up with Mads and says, this was no coincidence. And it takes off from there. 
you know yep. it's a bunch of it's a bunch of buddies that kind of get together work with mads it's an odd, they're an odd couple 100 mm-hmm. percent. you know that is true and uh it just it goes down and to to finding out what caused this you know yeah and that's where it goes so um that's really all i want to say about it too um yeah so that's a good uh good summary of it i mean if you that's how it was kind of placed to me yeah yeah and i really didn't know where it was gonna go i just knew mads was gonna be a military guy Mm -hmm. and that there was these three uh um I don't even know what to call they're, them. They're nerds, basically. They're fucking nerds. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you they're said that. They're a bunch it. of fucking geeks, dude. <laughs> he had me watch this movie with a bunch of nerds. Oh in my it. god! Oh, I feel like yeah, fucking nerds. Yeah, I, I I couldn't watch this movie seriously because I just wanted to give everyone in it a wedgie. Oh my god! And just a swirly. Fucking just put them right into like the dog shit and make them lick it. Yeah, freaking Otto's going on about statistical analysis. Meanwhile. I'm just wanting to like wet William. Yeah. You know, like yeah, get your buddy, do the, do the, the old leaning chair gimmick on him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, tabletop his ass. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so steal, uh, steal his binder and stuff like a bunch of like candy wrappers in it. Oh and, like, my old, God. Yeah. Old chips and stuff in it. Break his number two pencil and give him like a filled up sharpener. That last thing that totally did not happen to me in real life. Really? I mean, let's, you were a nerd. <laughs> I have flatlined uh, this conversation. <laughs> I was gonna say you cut the feed, man. That's uh, <laughs> you were a nerd. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, we're not live, but if we were, that would be a uh, Justin Timberlake moment at the Super Bowl. Um, oh, yeah. wait, did he pull down Janet's I'm, tit? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I would have been, I, I was exposed essentially. I was in the same exact position. Um, feel sympathy for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, no, this, this movie is essentially like Mads Mikkelsen is a hard ass and he's got these nerd friends that he's like going around the city, like fighting these, like, uh, like biker gang called the riders of justice, you know, which is where the title comes in from. Yeah, talk about on the nose. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if, because uh, I, I think I saw a trailer for this movie, like when they first announced it. Yeah. So like way back, like mid twenty twenty probably, and I I watched it and I thought to myself like, oh, Mads is like the leader of like the other biker gang. Like he's essentially oh, in a biker gang, yeah. But he's helping these nerds out because essentially they want the same thing. That I mean, he the wants. Danish army is kind of like a biker gang, or the Danish military, or yeah, or just a gang, you know? Maybe I don't know. I don't know anything about uh, the Danish military Let's be careful. infrastructure. Let's tread lightly here. You never know. We don't want how this gets brought up into yeah. other. Who knows? Oh, we don't. There could s- be a Danish marine that's listening right now, oh. pissed off, and he's gonna come for us. We're the we're the bad guys in this. Well, I'm the, you're the nerd right now. All right, it's, that's true. I'm I'm the uh, I'm I, I wouldn't say I'm Otto. I'm more like Leonard, you know, because I don't I don't have a bad arm and also oh yeah I like to crack jokes a lot. You know, was Leonard the one? Did he uh, he was like the skinny one with like the yeah curly yeah, hair. yeah the the. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he, that scene where he goes out into the field. <laughs> So uh, I guess we can get into spoilers for uh, 
Riders of Justice. Dude, I love this movie so much. This movie. It's funny because it, on Wikipedia it lists it as like an action comedy, which is very much what it is. It is so... But you... It's you, absurd. If I say action comedy, you're like, oh, The Rock. You know, like you're oh, naming yeah. like John Cena. You know, like maybe uh, Mark Wahlberg, like the, shit like that. The Pacifier with Vin Diesel. Yeah, like action comedy like that is like, oh, there's going to be some zany events going yeah, on here. Rush and then, Hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's, you know, there's a little bit believable and then there's like, uh, then there's all the crap that happened. Like, there's no way Chris Rock would be doing or not Chris mm. Rock. Was that... Uh, um, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So I'll you know what I'm you. saying? Yeah. <laughs> I hope they do too. Like, talk about Rush Hour and not remember Chris Tucker. Where have you gone, Chris Tucker? All right. I'm going to place this on you. Uh, yeah. He kind of dropped off after those movies. Um, yeah. Caught his royalties. Anyway. So, yeah. So action comedy. So I mean, you say it like that, but that's kind of like what I envision. And then this this is truly action comedy. It's Yeah. Well, the act. So. I guess first first off, like just the action alone is really good, I would say. Oh my like, god. I and it's it's there's I feel like it doesn't overwhelm you with it. It just gives you like the necessary amount, like oh Mads Mickelson like answers the, or like opens the door, the guy behind it is like a dickhead and you know Mads Mickelson is gonna deal with him somehow. Yep. So then like he goes, he deals with him, quick boom boom, done. Like that's it, and yeah. then like the story continues after that. You yeah, know? it it's not like he goes and he kills the dude, and then there's like four more upstairs that he's also got to deal with. You know, it's like yeah, and then it, the music it, kicks it, in, and it's just thump. Yeah, yeah, it serves a purpose. Yep, all of it. And um, I really like that. At least um, at least in the first part of the movie. You know, we can get to we can get into specifics later. But um, oh yeah, no, I mean I I'll talk about it all. I don't care if you guys haven't seen it, go see it. Yeah, I, mean, I yeah. gotta tell you that right now. Like this, I can't. I've never been like more enthralled. With, well, I can't say it like that. I was totally enthralled with this. It had me laughing my ass up. But then, like you said, the action with it was so like on point. Yeah, and it know? didn't. It it didn't feel frivolous. At least you know for the most part. Like it didn't feel like it was like a throwaway moments. Right. Like you can I feel like you can kind of like feel that in some action movies where it's like there's action going on here but there's no real weight to it. Yes. Like there was weight to the scenes in this movie. Um All of them. Mhm. Uh, most of them. I would say. Uh-oh. Yeah. We'll, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We'll get into it. Hold on. Now. <laughs> yeah. What's uh <laughs> Most of, I was about to say <laughs> you might say something too because I don't remember I I don't I don't remember any any point that I was like it was uh for yeah for I, me I know. guess uh you know to spoil the movie I guess the ending where like oh. they're all outside his house and they've got his daughter and her da- his daughter's boyfriend like captive and they're all like lined up perfectly next to each other. And Mads Mikkelsen comes out and he's like about to surrender. And then all of his buddies like get all the guns and they like start shooting down the bikers and they all get slaughtered. I thought that moment was like a little, okay, like, mm, I don't know. Like it just I, seems a little too convenient. The only, yeah, well, they were doing execution style. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't like, so it's funny that that happens. You're like, all right, how is he going to get out of this? Right. Mm-hmm. And you, so they had the scene where they were doing the stuff. They're shooting it. The one guy couldn't, hold it the other guy can't shoot it and then the third guy 
the heavier guy mm-hmm. goes ape shit on all those cans. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so I mean, he's hitting them, but it, obviously there was no target practice. I mean, he just unloaded a clip. Yeah. So, I mean, you kind of knew where he was going to be at if he ever got a gun in his hands of what he was going to do. Right. And I liked that connection to it. You know, the, it definitely like foreshadowed what was going to happen in that sense. Yeah. I. But for me, it kind of felt a little too convenient and a little too abrupt, I guess. Like, I mean, if you're going with the pace of the film and how, like, because we are talking about, like, in realistic events, I mean, that if that were to go down, I mean, it's not going to, they weren't going to hold their own in there. Right. You know, you got one guy and he get and he got shot. I was, I mean, I'm, I actually, I liked it for that sense of it. I mean, the, the only issue I had on uh, this is the one that I had with it. Mm-hmm. He shoots, they shoot the two kids in the arms because that's what you're supposed to do with hostages. You pick the, you know, I mean, I'm assuming cartilage. I take them out for the sudden the, but there's they they didn't show them having that type of accuracy whatsoever. I was gonna say like I thought it was an accident. I thought they just shot them as as an accident. No, I mean what they 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 do and then both of them drop and then they just unload. Yeah. So I mean it wasn't like if you were gonna unload a clip like if they were gonna unload they would have just went like right there because like I'm thinking like okay they're definitely like shooting very sloppily at these bad guys after the kids go. After the kids go down. After the kids duck, but like... They didn't duck. They got... Both of them got hit in their well, arms. Well, they're forced to duck, I guess you could say. No, um, no, no. You sh- they shot them to, like, to bring them down like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. Like the pain. Like you just get hit and you drop. Okay. Like, okay. The kids plank. They plank, essentially. Yeah. And but so... They got... They both... Yeah. Yeah. But like that scene happens and it's like, okay, they like... If they shoot the kids in the arm with like this accuracy or whatever, and then they just like unload on all like all the bad guys it's like hmm. it went from like being super accurate and precise to like just like shoe everywhere I yeah guess. that's what i'm that's my gripe with yeah that. which like, i didn't yeah hmm. yeah for the most part i liked the action but like that scene was a little too much for me i think yeah. and i think i wish there was a little bit more after it because like this movie is almost two hours long yeah, I, w- I wish. Like. Yeah, I wish it had like an extra, like maybe fifteen minutes of like. Yes, what would you have had confrontation? In there? I don't know, just something like uh, like Mads dealing with like the bad guy or something like. Oh, kind yeah. kind of like confronting no, not I only agree. not only the bad guy but like the the decisions that he's made prior to the movie. You know, when they find out that the train essentially like was an accident and so like they've been doing like all that they've been doing for nothing basically yeah and i i wish there was a little more moment of like reflection there with like mads and like his confrontation with like the final bad guy or whatever yeah but i agree with that because when they so they do all that stuff and he gets the gun and it's just you know mm-hmm. he he walks up to him and i was like Oh, that's the lieutenant. I honestly thought for the longest time, I was like, that's the lieutenant. He's going to drive to the warehouse now. Mm-hmm. And then I'm kind of looking at it. I was like, no, nope, nope. that's the guy. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the head the honcho. Like, and it was kind of like one of those like, well, you know, I don't think they. it's like we're going to, we, we want to end it. But I mean, if we've taken this route with the ending, mm-hmm. you know, we might as well just make this at least the most unbelievable part of the film. Yeah. You know, and, which. Yeah. And I'm, I'm surprised that nobody on Mads' side died. You know, there's like, they shot in the house and like nobody got killed. Even even Mads lives at the end when, you know, they do that thing. And this was yeah. another gripe that I kind of had. They do that thing where like he's holding his daughter and he's like leaning up against the tree and like she's like, 
no, just stay awake, stay awake, dad. And he's like kind of like drifting in and out and like you think he's going to die. And then the ending like cuts like it jumps forward in time to Christmas and Mads is sitting there with like this cute little sweater on and you know he lived and he's like, all right, well, the movie just pulled that. So that's cool. Um. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of, I, I, when they get to that, I was like, all right, are they going to do it? Were they, I, it, it's me that two winnings I had in my head when they were laying there was one, it's Otto, mm-hmm. right? That was with the glasses yep. and she kind of takes after him. So he finally gets a daughter that, he messed up with she kind of gets the dad that she's always wanted and they both have that uh the, the conduit is mad so they will always have him in his heart for bringing you know mm. it's it, bringing them together not like it's kind of weird to say but you know yeah. like kind of forming them forming a relationship over what happened you know for mads right yeah. or i'm like or mads is like hey i'm still alive yeah they're gonna bring him back and he's i've gonna, got this nice little sweater on for he's Christmas. gonna be just as annoyed as he always is yeah and i'm i still look like i'm pissed off with a shaved head and a long beard yeah which, i uh, badass look by the way hey and not only that but i was like at least they bring him back and he isn't like smiling and laughing like he's still just <laughs> grumpy yeah yeah <laughs> like, you know <laughs> He's still alive, but he's not like even like thankful that he made it out of there. It's just back to yep, just does, me. Does he? I don't think he smiles once in this movie. No, I, I don't think he cracks one at all. Which I mean is fine. It's in his character, but it's it's still a funny observation. Well, you got he's so the, serious the whole time. Oh my god, that's what ma- I think to me. That's what makes it so funny is that you have these. Oh yeah, you get nerds a, with you, them. You have a foil to like all these goofy nerd characters. Oh my god, and then Mads is there just like super pissed the entire time the whole time and these idiots are just going out and <laughs> but again the argument about the cleaning uh, detergent about what would do <laughs> clean off the blood the best oh yeah <laughs> these guys dude they're so freaking funny i think the the best uh the best contrast scene of mads's character and the others is when they're in the car and they're driving towards like the clubhouse where like all the bikers are at, and Matt's yeah. is gonna like kill a bunch of them. Otto's like talking about like he says something about like uh, his daughter. Yeah, his daughter. Yeah. And then like Matt's just like sits there for a moment, turns around and punches him straight in the nose, knocks him out. Well, he says, and then if they... you say one more thing, because he had that before, but the other guy was doing it. Uh-huh. You say one more thing, and then they kind of gets quiet, and then the guy leans back in. And he's like, I'm just you know, and then he's about to go into it, and he. Yeah, yeah. Just a quick like bam. Yeah. And then they dump him out on the sidewalk. <clears throat> leave him there. And then when they're driving back, they just pick him back up. <laughs> so funny. Well, <laughs> was it after so like after he killed the guy, the, when they're driving and the one guy's going on about his you know, he's telling like your daughter has like a weight complexion, like she thinks she's fat when she isn't, that's what we're doing. And it's like telling like don't mess with my daughter. And he, that's when he does it the first time you say one more word, I will break your face. Mm-hmm. And then the guy leans back, and then he goes back in, and Mads <laughs> stops the car, and the guy gets out. Yeah. That was the first time. So, I mean, like, those guys had, like, they've seen his power, but it's also, to, like, their effect. Like, they can't help themselves. They're the smartest guys in the room, so they have to, you know, yeah. they got to the get it out. They're the smartest guys in the room, but they're also the dumbest at the same oh time. Oh, my God, dude. Such a freaking comedy. Oh, my God. So, uh yeah, you've, essentially, you've got uh Otto, who's, like, the leader of, like, the nerd group. Basically, yeah. like he's the most like straight laced out of the three of they, them. They they do a really good. Yeah, I don't know if you want to go. I was about to say the the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, he's very like analytical. He's clearly like a super intelligent dude. Um, pretty straight laced. You can tell that there's like a history of like tragedy with him. With like, 
you yeah. know, his fan is his daughter dying, um, and like his arm being all screwed up right. the way like he's got a useless arm basically. Yep. Um, that he has to like carry with him the whole time. And then you've got Leonard who's like the comic relief, like weirdo. Yeah. With, like he's, he's the one that like always loves to like interject and like have his own thoughts going while yep. his thoughts are like not on the beaten path at all with no, anything. Not even close. And <laughs> it, they tie in, but like so far, to the right or the left, mm-hmm. you know, not picking up the tone of the room, but being like talking about the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. Um, I, I think he was my favorite character. Leonard? Out, yeah. Out of the whole movie. Oh, yeah. I it, think between so. him and Mads for me, like I thought mm-hmm. the both of those guys, I, I, the whole group, man, the whole group, they were just, they were so good. Yeah. And then you've got uh, Ermenthaler, who's like the, the overweight sort of like computer hacker dude who can like get into like all these different like security systems and find out all this information about these guys and stuff like that i didn't mind him i thought at certain points he was kind of annoying but i don't think it like took too much away from it i will say that he was probably my least favorite character really out of the movie yeah i think so and you know that's saying a lot because you know the the daughter's boyfriend (laughs) Yeah, well, he, yeah. But, you know, he didn't he didn't become too much of a nuisance. Mads, punch, really... Mads punches him once, and then he comes back, and he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I don't even really, I, he was kind of like in the group, but. Uh... Kind of, kind of, at the same time, not really. Yeah. I like the scene, I do like the scene where um <clears throat> the, like, Riders of Justice leader is, like, interrogating him, and he's like, I'm going to break one of your fingers if you don't tell me where oh they are. God. And yeah. then he's like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. And he's like, well, now I'm going to break two for interrupting me. Yep. And I'm going to break three because you're a snitch. <laughs> dude, there's so many like this <laughs> little comedic pieces in there, dude. Oh, my God. Because I was thinking to myself, like, man, he gave them up quick. Like, he didn't even, like, he didn't oh, even fight it off first. Like, give it a little bit of show, you know? I was watching this with my buddy, and, like, we both kind of laughed about that. But I'm like... What's his fucking beef in this fight? Yeah, like, are yeah. you serious? Like, <laughs> I will say though, I don't know if that guy was getting laid or not. There, um, were, I had to, I had to pause it. If you watch some of the, so they're texting a little bit. The eggplant emojis. Yes, you saw it too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, someone's getting laid. Uh, you know, or they're sending eggplant. Like, you can send ed- eggplant emojis without it meaning anything. I send them to my friends all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. You know they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fine. I mean, it's like you gotta, you know, the context in which it's sent. You know, I mean, if yeah. you're talking about making like a salad or something, like completely fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, usually I send like a picture accompanied with it, but I mean, I'm not gonna get into the yeah, specifics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of that. No, no, no. Yeah. That's a hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, is yeah, it like yeah. a cop salad that you send? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of like a cob, kind of like a Caesar, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Different types of salad. Sure, um, sure. Any dressing? Oh, you know, there's dressing. Oh, whoa, whoa. All right. Yeah, might cut that out. <laughs> Who knows? Um, getting saucy. Yeah, getting dressing. Um, yeah, getting no, dressing. No, so I mean, like, not I, dressed. I'm like, I don't think he really has a dog in the fight. So he doesn't, but you know, it's there's still like. I mean, he's dating his daughter, so, so? there's got to be like some kind of like. I mean, the you, scene the scene you, goes well right, into dude, it. You so. you have a biker Shit. gang show up to your house, and Keep, you have a biker gang show up to your house, and you're dating someone, and you're telling me you're protecting her honor when they got like seven dudes with guns. 
Like, you've been dating for six months. I guess, yeah. I don't know. Like, you're 17. I mean, I'm saying the scene was good. It was a good scene. Like, it displayed his cowardice and the fact that they acknowledge it. I'm defending him, saying I don't blame the guy. (laughs) Like, he's got no dog in the fight. Like, there's absolutely... No reason for him to try to be the tough guy and mm. like show up. What? You didn't think he could be the tough guy with like his blue hair and the, the his skinny, his lanky there was, frame? There's no reason. If that's like weird like jorts that he had on, his yeah, like basketball shorts with like phase, leggings dude. underneath. Yeah. I don't get Danish fashion, man. That's uh, well, you can't base it all of one guy that's going through some you off, know, of, revolution. off of this like Danish zoomer. Yeah, youth and revolt. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't even know if he was like that though. He didn't seem all that. It makes cr- me want to revolt. I'll Whoa, tell you what. yeah. Talk about that cop salad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, this episode is gonna be hell for people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So, uh, so that was your favorite scene. All right. Oh yeah, by far. Really? No. Uh, my favorite scene probably was. Um, uh, I do like when uh, Otto got punched, but I think my favorite scene was like yeah. that first confrontation that Mads has with um, mm. the guy's brother in the house. Yeah, you kind of get to see like because that's the scene. That's the. I wish they didn't show it in the trailer because it's such a, like a turning point in the movie. A hundred percent. Because like, you know, they're about to leave. Yeah. And they could just like let it let it be. You know, not have any trouble. But Mads chooses to go back, and he, like, snaps his neck. And it's like, well, they're at a point of no return now. Uh, yeah. And I, I really I really like that. You could tell that that's where the scene was at, and uh, the scene itself I thought was just really they well They built done. up so much tension to that point. Mm-hmm. And it's actually funny because I was shocked that he turned around and walked away. Yeah. I thought he was going to do it like, like it was just going to be like, a, yeah, fuck you, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they get out, and I was like, "Oh, whoa, 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 whoa!" Maybe like, and then he just do, the best part is they're walking, and he he like does like one of those like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, and mm-hmm. turns around, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I, <laughs> he like verbally out loud was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. It's dropping. Yep. And then they have like, oh my, and then the fucking nerds, man. Yeah, like the five minute long <laughs> scene of them like discussing oh, how no. to yeah. get rid of like dna evidence oh my god so funny those guys dude there is so much humor in this film and there's a lot of like weird molestation humor which uh must be like a, a type of danish humor or something <laughs> well i mean the one guy that they had that was like a sex slave so they kind of you know i mean he he is essentially a prostitute but yeah. instead of like whoring the streets he gets sold family to, or person to person yeah, and he's like, Which, that's essentially all he knows because there's that scene where he's like, they're they're him and Leonard are like about to go to bed, and he's like, Leonard, do you want to f me in my a hole tonight? Yeah. And Leonard's like, No, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you though. <laughs> he's like so considerate about it. Well, they were both being polite, like he's yeah, like yeah. offering up a dish, and he's like, No, I'm full. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gosh! Oh my god! And then there's that scene where Leonard goes into the. <laughs> oh, don't even! Don't, I don't! I I genuinely want people to watch that for themselves. <laughs> I had no idea, dude. I was laughing my ass off. Oh man, that re- weird! That scene weirdly reminded me of. Um, have you ever seen Little Miss Sunshine? Oh um, yeah. The scene where like they're on the road. Paul and Dano the, goes yeah. out into the field, and yeah, I actually thought I don't want to spoil be, it too much, but yeah, I thought it was gonna be like one of those. Yeah, so um. But the framing of it was very similar. <laughs> Dude, 
Yeah. And <laughs> I think, I mean, like the pace, the tone of the film, it never wavers. It's always, it's pretty crisp, you know? It, uh, yeah, it goes by pretty fast. It, like, and it's there, I don't think there's ever really a point. I mean, besides the end, like, really, the ending is kind of somewhat questionable. Um, you know, we both have different reasons for it, but I think we both agree. Like, the, I don't know what else they could have done, but like, all the way up to that 90% of the film, it's just like, all right, here we go. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's ever a time you're questioning anything, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I like, um, I really like to the sense of like, uh, they kind of like build into a family essentially. Yeah. That's like so, it's a weird mismatched family that they have. I was, I, I don't, I don't exactly know, but I, I was, it was, um, very, uh, yeah, warm. I'm trying to think of how like warm and f- f- like, like. Well, it's it's like wholesome. But, it's very wholesome. Yeah, like way. Little Miss Sunshine, and that's actually a great point too, because they're going. You know, they have to do the they're they have to do something for, and it's a very peculiar yeah. purpose. It's it's not as um, drastic, I will say. You know, there's no life. Or no, death but I mean, like in, consequences in, in, in terms. Yeah, Little I mean, Miss Sunshine, arguably. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, in this too, like you never get the sense that Mads isn't going to pull it off, though. Like. <laughs> That's true. They they do show his abilities uh, pretty um, significantly. You know, like in John Wick, mm-hmm. where uh, they go through the house. Oh, I, I know. In, I know in John Wick. Ever question, like, John Wick not getting away with it? Now, they do, like, they amp it up to the 10th degree. Oh, yeah. But even in this, so, like, a lot of that stuff that they did, that it wasn't drawn out, and I don't think it was done, like, unrealistically. Besides, like, the last... Yeah. little bit yeah you know? yeah and that's not and mads wasn't a part of it mm-hmm. but i mean all his stuff like anytime that their guns in their hands or he's got to do something i mean it is like he's efficient oh my god like that's what i'm saying nothing drawn out like mm-hmm. i mean it's really believable that he's got the training and the you know knows what he's doing yeah so absolutely um so yeah well i i really i like the fact that they like become a family in a sense and yeah i wish i could think of the word that you I know mean, wholesome yeah as as convenient as it is like the ending for uh you know mads to still be alive i like the fact that they're all like kind of together and they're celebrating christmas they're celebrating christmas and they're like hanging out and all this stuff and uh, everyone's there yeah they're it, sharing gifts yeah you it's, know? it's like nice and wholesome in a way you know 100 percent um so yeah, I, I really like that. Um was I you've heard my criticisms of the movie, I guess. Did you have any besides like maybe the instance with like the guns and stuff at the end? No, I didn't I I mine were a little bit with that. I didn't I don't know. I just if you're gonna if you're gonna do that to me, I gotta see a little bit more with the training or mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it really felt like they just they emptied the clip, and Mads is like, "Well, hopefully this never happens," and they all just left the forest. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's uh-huh. never like you didn't get the sense that he's like, "If you're gonna be patient, be like, all right, we're gonna learn how to do this." Mm. So, um, no, I mean, a lot of it was like I said, well paced. Um, every every, I mean, anytime that something popped up that it was a little bit like you think it go one way and it didn't. I mean, they kept it genuine for the most part. Mm. You know, there's a scene in the barn where they go over some stuff. Um, him and Otto talk, and I thought that was like I really thought like, all right, this is where Otto separates yeah. from the group, and like you know, and he goes no like that, and then you have that kind of togetherness. Yeah, like they've you know they it- both have a sense of like loss and. You know, Mads is projecting a little bit, and Otto's there to show him, like, nope, you're, it'll, you can't blame yourself for being 
away from your wife and why this happened. Mm. And like it, it, the movie too. And I was good. I'm glad you mentioned it too. Like that scene where they're in the barn talking to each other. Yeah. Like this movie is very much like a, like a comedy movie, but it's not afraid to be heartfelt and dramatic and like have those like really heavy scenes in it. Like when, when, uh, Mads finds out that they're basically doing it all for nothing. Yeah. Uh, he has that break, bathroom. that breakdown in the bathroom and he starts like breaking shit. And there's we, that, they, that moment where he's like trying to rip something off the wall, but he just quite like, can't. I mean, it's like, all right, that's a little not, bit funny, but yeah, the scene for the most part is, um, quite dramatic and heavy. And, and you feel it, for him. Yeah. Too. It, you like sympathize with this character and that like, Oh crap. Like, He's killed people for basically like no reason. I mean, well, granted, they're bad people, but yeah, the, essentially for like no reason. Uh, the uh, right, like it, this misplaced sense of revenge. I was about to say. Well, I was about to say you get that, but also the sense of maybe purpose he had, you know, for avenging his wife. Like it was for something. Like she did die, and I will, you know, solve this. And then mm-hmm. you kind of get that sense where it's just. He has no control over the situation or over himself. I mean, he's just kind of lost it. Yeah, because like, it, there's that notion of like something bad happens to you or your family. It's easy to like try and find something or someone to blame. Mm-hmm. And so he almost immediately accepted it as fact that the nerds were coming up to him and going like, hey, this train accident wasn't an accident. We suspect that it's this biker gang that's behind it all. Yeah. And Mads is like cracks his knuckles and he's like let's go and he yep. fucking just goes and kills all these people like it's nothing and then he finds out that oh yeah by the way the train was actually just an accident and we like got the guy on the train like facial analysis wrong and he's like actually this dude who oh like my God. is Egyptian or whatever Yeah, and he's like and he like just has his breakdown oh. in the bathroom and yeah. it's, it's a great scene I think like, it really is Probably one of the better like breakdown scenes I've seen, and I, I <clears throat> when I watch a movie, those scenes are um, some of the ones that I enjoy the most. Where like the character just like the weight of everything like comes crashing down on them, and then you get to like really see their performance come out. Yeah, and uh, it, it's very telling of whether or not the actor can actually like pull it off. And Mads yeah, is definitely yeah. like one of those dudes that oh, can. I had I yeah. Do you think he was really trying to rip that thing off the wall? Like I have no idea. Do you think he just got into <laughs> character and like I was watching it? It's how believable it was. Like he grabbed it and I was like, Oh, he like I bet you the director just was like, anything in here, yep, go to town. Yeah, and just like, like start yeah, I mean, cause like that's essentially what would happen if like you yeah. actually had a breakdown like that. Like you try to like rip something off the wall that yeah. you can't and like you struggle with it for a bit, so then you just move on to the next thing and it's like from the outside perspective you know, it's kind of like a comical moment, which kind of like goes along with like the themes of this movie. Yes. But uh, from his point, like the character's point of view, it's like, uh, I'm trying to like rip this. It's like this oh. animalistic thing. I was about to say, not, you could comical, but it's also relatable. I mean, like, yeah. you just said, like, we've both been in those situations that mad where you go to rip, you know, the phone book in half and you're sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> that you throw it down and go and you find like a piece of paper yeah you know those, i mean so like we've i think it's because it's in those moments too that you know if you've had that afterwards when you kind of look back and you're able to collect yourself you can kind of go boy that was really stupid mm-hmm. or like when you get super mad and you punch the wall and it turns out you hit you know the it's not drywall 
you hit the stud, you know, and then you kind of, I mean, as long as you don't break anything, you look back and go, man, that was like really fucking dumb of me. Yeah. Side note, despite my name being Kyle, I have never punched a hole in drywall. Never. Oh, is that your monster joke? Yeah, yeah. That's my, uh, that's my. <laughs> that was a big. Oh, uh, hey, you must ride a dirt bike and drink monster the whole time and punch holes in see, drywall. I'm telling you, man, like, I don't, there's a lot of Kyles out there. Like, I don't think every Kyle has that, you know. Yeah. Uh, stigma no they don't i certainly don't or at least I don't stereotype think. maybe yeah i mean i've never Unless had monster either I, I, there are definitely kyle's that i went to school with that uh oh that yeah everyone's got that description mm-hmm. you know i'm not gonna name names even though i just kind of did but whatever it's my name yeah i can, I can yeah. do with it what yeah, i want yeah, yeah. there uh, you go can't take away my identity fuck them i'm a strong woman um, yeah but yeah, no, it's it, like that scene. I think I'm going to change my answer from favorite scene. I think that one is my favorite. Now yeah. that I think about it. Yeah. Cause like, you know, now that I remember it and like the weight of it and stuff, I thought it's it was a just really good scene. I mean that, that to go from, I mean, it goes from, uh, I can't remember. I do they Does it, it goes, um, do they find out they got the wrong guy to, um, that, uh, Otto and his talk. I mean, they're, Dude, no, the, I think I think Otto has this talk after, right? After it's the like, breakdown. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's before the dudes show up to the house. Right. That's what I was kind of. I was trying to like. I'm trying to remember a little bit of the events in my head because they had they had they pretty much put the X on their back mm-hmm. uh, when they showed up at the bar, right? And then it's after that that they figure out, oops. Yeah. And then it kind of gets into, and then Otto uh, he. He has a talk with the daughter too. Mm. I mean, which and there's some stuff in here too. I mean, with like religion. I mean, it's, it's a lot of yeah. You they know, touch on it, that a bit. Like Mads know, is a hardcore atheist. You know, he goes on the atheism subreddit and he well, makes a bunch of posts all day. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, yeah. That's why I mean, him and related <laughs> is, so much. There is no God. Uh, quit being a plebeian, I guess you could say. But, yeah. Uh, so I mean, you know what the and he but, the guy had to go in there and talk to the daughter. But uh, no, for me, my favorite scene would be the first uh, showing up to the house, hundred percent. Oh yeah, when they like first tell him. Oh no, no, no! And they get up there and they he knocks on the door and the guy's like, what "Oh, do you that want? house." I yeah, mean, yeah. like that was I like That's verbally out loud went, "Oh fuck!" Like. It's mm-hmm. on. Yep. You know, and then all of a sudden he kind of does like, uh, I'll handle it. You know, and and the best too is that Mads doesn't ever, he doesn't even freak out. He no, just looks no. and he goes. He's so calm about it. I'll handle it. Mm. And you just know, like one, it's like, oh shit, like he's done this before, <laughs> you know? And two, he probably just doesn't give a shit. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I mean, he's like fucking, he's drinking, he's drinking like a 12 pack every night and smoking grits. Mm. But yeah. There's a, yeah, man, I just really, I thought it was fantastic. Awesome. Um, I guess uh, if you had to rate it, what would it be? Um, So probably a nine all around. I mean, like in terms of quality of film, but also in terms of like enjoyment, like, I mean, there's some serious, you know, things going on in here, a little heavy, but I mean, the comedy, I thought it was just really the, the pace and the tone of it the whole time. It never had to dive into one area. You know, I thought it just it, it moved beautifully like mm-hmm. a tapestry woven. Oh, wow. That's very oh, ASMR of you. Wow. Who's that? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Who, who's ASMR? <laughs> Why are there so many videos of him on the interweb? <laughs> um, yeah. So what about you? What do you got? You got any? Uh, I would give it a seven out of ten. Seven? Yep. I thought it was a good movie all around. Um, I'll probably end up rewatching a lot of the action scenes on YouTube uh, yeah. as as time goes on, especially that like first action scene. Um, I did have a little bit of an issue with like the way it ended, kind of, and like how sudden it was, and like the way it was like executed. I guess, for lack of a better word, executed. Haha, <laughs> get it? Because they were all executed. At yeah. The um, but yeah, I thought I thought the ending was like a little too abrupt i would have liked some more time uh developing that conflict a little bit but yeah um, i'm wondering too because like as we talked about we both wanted 15 more minutes mm-hmm. like can you just have like six guys show up or something like that mads realizes that they know who they are now well it's and like now we got to go back on the hunt well it's like the in, the biggest issue for me too is like they're all standing next to each other like they're not gonna like they're not going to scatter about, you know, they're not going to try to like make themselves like a, give themselves like a wider range of like surrounding the house, I guess. I don't know. It was just, uh, I mean, it reminded me like of any like execute, like for me, that's why I didn't have a, like, I just, just kind of like, Oh, it's like an execution. Like I, you watch the walking dead when, I mean, they had him wind up like that in the walking dead when, uh, what's his nuts comes out there with the baseball bat. I mean, they just, you've, knees on the ground i just i don't know if they knew that the guys were in there still because i'm with you a little bit like if you you know what do they really know but all the intel that they had i mean what did the kids say that they just lived over there and his mads and his daughter mm, yeah i guess i guess that's true but. i mean i'm not gonna get too much because i'm with you dude i, mm. I didn't I, it it was a i thought it was humorous but mm-hmm. like i i had a little bit of a, a problem with it kind of just ending like that like oh uh, yeah you know i mean you can't it's but i you're a writer, man. You got like, <laughs> your endings got to mean a lot, you know. Like, yeah, exactly. I and mean, it, and it felt a little too like storybook at points. You yeah, know? Um, I mean, I and that's why I, I get that a lot because I mean, it's there are two things that happen that like, we've addressed. I mean, you know, and fucking just let him go, let yeah. him go, have a nice sentimental, you know, and then they could all they could all have like a here's for you, dad mm. or yeah, Mads, Ma- yeah, Mad Dad. Um, Mad Dead Revolver. Mad <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. Um I've been playing I've been playing Red Dead too. I don't know if you've ever played it, but it's fun. It's fun so far. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. That's good stuff. Anyway, yeah, MTS. seven out of ten. Uh check it out. I rented it on Prime for ninety nine cents. I don't know where you saw it, if it was on anything else. Um, where did I see it? Because I didn't I don't I didn't pay for this. Oh really? Uh uh-uh. uh, but I don't know what I. I thought I watched it on Prime. I watched it on Prime for free. Yeah, uh, really. I pay, I had to rent it. I mean, it was only ninety nine cents. Maybe but. it was on Hulu. It could have been on like Hulu or Showtime too. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I got like there's, there's the fuck those man. I saw it for free, and you only paid ninety nine <laughs> cents. So I mean, I well, I hope you have it. Hopefully, you haven't gotten this far and not seen this film because I don't know if you need <laughs> that. But I mean, like, I would pay ninety nine cents to watch this film. Yeah, like this. No, is, I would have paid. I would have gladly paid. Like, how much would you have gone up to? Ten dollars? No, not ten dollars. Not ten. No, I would have. I would have done. I would have watched it through other means before that. Mm. Um, okay. Especially if I'm not going to a theater to see it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Ten's a little heavy. Probably Might like well the buy normal. It at that point. Probably like the normal renting price of like three ninety nine or whatever it what is. What if on it was four ninety nine? 
Maybe. That's a little. Especially considering it's, it is a newer movie. Like yeah. It came out a year ago, almost exactly. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, probably that. That'd be my limit. Four ninety nine, right there. Probably. That's a pretty good. I think, you know what our rating system should be? Especially if you consider if multiple people are watching with dude, you. I'm, what? Yeah. Well, that one, everyone pitches in, dude. 50 cents. You get 10 heads there. And I guarantee you 9 out of 10 are going to like it. Well, you, and if you're Kyle, 7 out of 10 are going to like it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Seven me's liked this movie. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that, I, that might be my fucking new rating system. How much would you pay for that? <laughs> oh, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Four <laughs> yeah. I think five ninety nine might be like That's the... That's not a bad idea. I'm telling you, this is a... <laughs> so, for me, this is a four ninety nine. This is... Damn, this is so close to five ninety nine. I wonder, can uh, do they do like five fifty? Mm. Uh, you know I have what? No Fuck idea. it. I don't think they do. Like this the is a five ninety nine film. Okay. All right, Kyle. You said four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's what I'm doing. Uh, so Akira, Akira from me would. Oh my god! I don't want. I hate that. There's like no in between two because two ninety nine sounds so bad, but then three ninety nine is like, man, you're on the cusp. There's a little bit more behind Akira, mm. you know, and because, well, I mean, we are going to talk about it. Um, yeah, I'll say $3.99. I think you could drop $3.99 on that film and at, for a movie goer, I will okay. say for a movie goer, if you're, if you're, if you're in a, movies for just strictly entertainment and you just want to be wowed, I would say it's probably $2.99, but I think I would drop $3.99 because it, it, it I appreciated it, and I think it's going to stick in the the filmography for me. Nice, I'm glad to hear that. Um, yeah, that's a good. I like that rating system. That's well, a what do you one. got? You got to give your Akira. You going my Akira? Oh, yeah. I'd go honestly probably like four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Yeah. All right. I think it's a great movie. I was about to say five ninety nine is like at the top. Like five ninety nine is. I'd, I'd give it money to the low. Oh, what, the, you know what it the is. The lowest rating is like we torrent it. No, yeah. <laughs> Hundred <laughs> percent, Pirates Bay. <laughs> I would give this movie a Pirate Bay out of ten. Yeah, that's what I, that's what we're doing. Oh my god! Yeah, it's uh, you got you got uh, torrent. You got I stream it. I figure out a way to stream it. Canopy, you oh, know, yeah. and then you get the then into it. I think that actually for me, I'm gonna say right now the top rated film. Buy it. Yep. I'm gonna say a buy okay. it is the top. Like six ninety nine is really close to like. Probably like really new and really good would be a six ninety nine film, mm-hmm. you know. And then once you get that, it's either gonna, hit, uh, yeah, we got a lot of way to go. There it is. There's yeah. there's my rating system right there. I'll still uh, I'll still rate movies a normal way too. Like you know. Well, I'll let you know, but I'm gonna hit. You're gonna get the Mac rating system. Okay. That's our the the neon crew. <laughs> that's how we're. That's how at least how I'm doing it. Right, I love I'll, it. I'll I'll indulge with you. Yeah. But I'm also going to have my normal one yeah too. yeah yeah everyone's got their own everyone's got their own but we can i shit put this on the back of a t-shirt yeah yeah the, the back there, of it okay. yeah or, or the front i don't know the, the yeah it, we're gonna get the how much that, how much would you pay for this t-shirt yeah exactly touring it <laughs> pirates bay <laughs> pirate bay the shirt pirate bay the neon crew t-shirt <laughs> That I how <laughs> Etsy they're like yeah we could go to oh yeah freaking Redbubble where like people just steal designs or whatever yeah like uh yeah we could you could just yeah, do that they'd put Redbubble on yeah no oh, my gosh That's... my my Redbubble uh Supreme shirt it's like ten bucks <laughs> you go on Supreme's <laughs> website it's like seventy five yeah something 
crazy like that for like a red for like a a white t-shirt with like a red strip of words on it <laughs> boy oh boy yeah no thanks there we are we got we 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 got her yeah oh my god i'm so pumped about that that's how i probably get that's how i will view movies now it's like what would i pay to watch this thing like, do I, is there a thirst is there a hunger you could you like know? you could even get into like the more niche details of it too like would uh would I borrow this movie from a friend? I'm telling you. Would I let them borrow it, you know? Dude, that's where we're at. There's, <laughs> there's so many fucking films out there, and I can't wait till you go, like, you're going to have the one where you're like, I'd pay $5.99, and I'm going to go, oh. <laughs> would I, I want to own this on, like, 4K, or is a Blu-ray fine? Yeah. Like, where, are we, where are we at with this? It, this is a VHS buy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> point, point Break with Keanu Reeves. Whoa, no, that one is... <laughs> you gotta see, right. uh, yeah, you gotta see Keanu in all his his uh, 4K glory or whatever. Point Break, Johnny is, Utah. Oh my God, yeah, Bodie, <laughs> you can't do this, Bodie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Johnny. I belong to the waves. <laughs> oh my God, I, I'm I'm like paraphrasing, of course. Oh, but, dude, Cats and Bigelow, man, that is one of my. F- Second watch of that film really, really turned me around on mm-hmm. it. I love Point Break. Yeah, I, uh, I've never seen the uh, the remake. Um, don't, don't. You don't have to live in that world. There are certain <laughs> films that come out that you just don't have to watch or acknowledge exists. <laughs> I know. Like that's what I'm saying. Like live action Akira comes out, I'm just gonna be like treated like Kingdom but of the Crystal Skull. Like curi- you know? curiosity gets the best of me sometimes, right? Because I'll go and I'll see a movie in theaters just based on curiosity. Do That's eat, why I went and you, saw Venom, too. Do you too. eat anchovies? No. No, no. no do no, you no. just eat onions like apples? Listen, I, I'm no, no, talking, you're talking about, about consumption of the, of the eyes and the brain, that not of it's the mouth. It's a sense, all right, that you're poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting dumber because I'm curious. What do you gain besides, like, I mean, I guess maybe Confirmation. For, no, joking, <laughs> laughter. Per, I feel bad. Like, you, you go into those things and you're like, man... People dedicated a lot of time for this. Yeah, and then yeah. you just shake your head. And, and then go, I'm sitting there for two hours like, what idiots. <laughs> well, they, I mean, the only thing that they would go, <laughs> well, that's why I would fucking say torrent. But I was going to say, at least they go, we got your money. Oh, and then you gosh. go, we pirate bay that shit. Oh, gosh. Uh, freaking the last Divergent movie. I wouldn't even say torrent it. I would just say like, Avoid it. No, I'm telling you that. Avoid is it like the point. The new point. Gemini break. Man. Oh man. The, no, I think I'd. No, Gemini Man would definitely be a torrent. Gemini Man would be a VHS <gasps> buy or a rental. Uh, torrent and then put it on a disc and then sell it because you are oh, owed money oh if my you God. watch it. Do the freaking uh, 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 what do they call it? the street vendors on the side? My parents got some fucking DVDs when they were in South Carolina or something like that. They bought Lincoln and they bought uh shit some war movie oh nice like couldn't have been well i guess link lincoln's like one of the movies movies that white people would like oh my god (laughs) even that is like i watched lincoln one time i couldn't tell you what the fuck happened i mean obviously i I have an idea yeah you know i I read about the guy yeah i yeah i watched it when i was in high school i think and uh i was like yeah that's that's him daniel daniel day lewis definitely is Lincoln 
Woo. Yeah, it does a great job and, looking like him. Yeah, and obviously if I watch the movie now, I'll probably have like a different perspective. No, no, you'd probably... No. Be, you would literally get to that same point and be like... It would be a smash cut of like Se- seven, you and then yeah. seven years later. 17-year-old me versus 27-year-old both me. Both at that same point just nodding and going, yep, there he is. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Yep, it's Daniel Day-Lewis. Yep. He is Lincoln. <laughs> oh, what? He didn't stop being Lincoln on set? Wow, crazy. Yeah, this is wild. How long is this? Yo, when does this dude get shot in the head? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Bro, isn't he about to die or something? Bro. <laughs> Yo, when does he go to that play? Yeah. <laughs> John Wilkes, where are you at? Yeah. <clears throat> What a <laughs> fucking that's funny. <laughs> um, ah oh man, I feel like I was good. Oh yeah, did I ever tell you? Um, did I ever tell you about this movie that my parents and I watched when uh, we went down to my cousin's wedding in North Carolina? Nope. We stayed in we stayed in this nice little cabin in uh, Vir- I think either Virginia or West Virginia, one of the two. Please be Virginia. Probably, I'll say Virginia. Yeah, go ahead. And uh, it was beautiful cabin like very nice very simple and quaint like it was on this hill and mm-hmm. there was like this like big field that we were in and mm-hmm. like just really off the beaten path it was gorgeous like the yeah like hills of of yeah. virginia pastures and shit and know? uh they they had a dvd player there with a copy of one movie and can i name it you can guess you can try to guess. I mean, like, like well, honestly, or like, I, if, how many I, guesses if, would it take? If I if I tell you, are you saying like, would you recognize it? Is that what no? You're asking? I'm asking like, would I be able to guess this fucking film? No. Okay. No, no, no. All right, who's in it? Denzel Washington. Whoa, in Virginia. I mean, he's not in Virginia, but no. Well, unless the name of the film is Denzel in Virginia. No. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll that give could you be a, taken the wrong way. I'll give you a hint. He's in. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> this is a different type of film podcast now. Um, no, I'll give you a hint. Uh, yeah. it takes place in Florida, so I don't Deja know. Deja vu? No. Uh, oh my god, Man on Fire? No, really? No, I thought Man on Fire was Mexico. It could be. Um, I don't remember too much of it besides that guy getting the grenade shoved up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, well, man. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Um, All right, it's Denzel in Florida. Pelican Breed. No, I'll, okay, I'll tell you. Training Day. Um, Out of Time. Have you ever heard of this movie? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, have you seen this movie? No, Denzel had the streak of, I think, Deja Vu, Out of Time, Man on Fire, I think, was in there, and I that's it kind of got a bad rep because of these three films. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what's another one that he's like? Uh, John Q. There's John uh, Q. John Q pulls out the heartstrings a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, because he needs a new heart. Uh, no, I thought there was one with Chris Pine. Oh, the... Oh, that was a little after that. That was like Stoppage unstoppable. Or, yeah. <laughs> what Stoppage. Fuck it called. <laughs> Denzel. Shout out to Denzel for De- listening. Yeah. He'd be in a commercial for uh, a pill that would stop stoppage, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, constipation. <laughs> That's called. Yeah. There's a word for that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Yeah. This movie is. One of the most unique ones I've seen this past year. Because, like, you know, we we sat down, we watched it, like, 
it was the only movie that we had and there was no internet yeah, so yeah, we were yeah, like yeah. all right just pop this dvd in and let's let's go let's see what denzel's got let's give it a go and the movie is so absurd like the whole time it's like it, at first it starts out it's like this weird sort of like kind of like romantic like affair type story that like denzel is like the police chief and he's like he's sleeping with this girl and like her husband is like this autopsy dude, but like he beats her or whatever. So oh. then like, it's okay that Denzel is like cheating with this girl yeah. on her husband Wait, or is whatever. Denzel married? No, mm. no. He's like this kind of like player dude who like, sure. he's got like one earring in the whole time. So, you know, he's like uh he's like a party dude, but he's yeah. also like a cop. Yeah. But he's like yeah. a, he's like a Florida cop. So he's like, you know, not afraid to, uh, to, you know, get, get, into the groove of things, I guess. I don't know. Cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Essentially in a different way. Um, but this movie, like it goes from that, from like the first, like 25 minutes. It, cause like, do you want me to just give you like what happens in it real quick? It's, if I had to guess the chick dies and it's like these weird caught up segments of him trying to figure it out and like piecing together different intervals close. So essentially what happens is she finds out she has cancer and then she's like, Oh, I don't have enough money to like pay for uh, this procedure. That is like chemo. It's like experimental in like Sweden or whatever. That's like a guarantee. And he's like, wait one moment. So then he goes to the police station. He steals evidence money. That he's like, well, no one's going to want this. Yeah. So he takes the evidence money, gives it to her, and he's like, meet me at my house at like this time. And then he waits, and she doesn't meet him at the house. Oh, and then he, <clears throat> he goes over there the next morning to find out that the house was burned down and that there's like two bodies in there, but the money's gone. And remember, the husband works in like an autopsy lab. So essentially what happened is Denzel got tricked. <laughs> he got tricked into like, because like. She, also, she really loved the husband. Well, like they were at like no, no, no. Her ass got killed. Uh, like, no, no, no. I think two fake bodies are in there now. Yeah, and then they took the money and ran. Yeah, and then Denzel's gonna find well, that, him in Sweden. That and like she named Denzel the beneficiary. So now that now the house so is what? burnt to like her inheritance or whatever. So like, why didn't she just take that out to pay for the? Well, no, they did it because so um, essentially like the house burned down. They think that they're dead. And so then when Denzel's name comes up as the beneficiary, the police are going to go like, huh? like, yeah, but I mean, if you're Denzel, why won't you just be like, why didn't she could have taken that out? Why would, well, like, it's, it's essentially uh, like I in guess. case something happened to her, you know? Yeah. But I mean, it's still like, if you're going to pay for cancer, like he probably didn't know about it though. That's what it sounds like. Well, like it, it, the whole movie. Okay. You have to watch it, I guess. It's I'm not watching this film. Are you nuts? No, you have to. No, this you is, have to. This is a fucking like. Don't you threaten me with not watching it? I mean, I'll I don't recommend even know it one day. This is a bargain bin buy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the best part of the movie is, uh, like, because Ava Longoria like plays oh, his ex-wife. Yeah. Yeah. So she plays the ex-wife but she's also like the lead detective at like the police station so yeah, that they work together all the time of interest so then uh the real fun in the movie comes when uh he's at the police station like that next day and he's like trying to prevent her and like the other uh detectives from finding out that like he was involved with this girl so like essentially the whole movie is like him like 
running around like trying to delete like these emails and like these phone numbers and like oh, trying shit, to dude. catch like these faxes that's, that are coming uh, in and like all this stuff. It's crazy, dude. That's uh the movie. Oh my god, it's a that's a Costner movie. Oh my god, they made it. They redid the Costner film, a Kevin Costner movie. Yeah. Um. Here I'll look up Out of Time. No, no, no. It's uh um um just for uh, information's sake. I'm not gonna even. I don't want to go into it because it's actually a pretty good film. Here's the here's the cover of it, by the way. Oh yeah, no, I've listen. What did that come out? Two thousand four, two thousand three. Yeah, I mean, this is that film targeted at me. All right, that <laughs> film right there. I was thirteen years old, and it's about Denzel who's caught up in an affair with some hot chick in Florida, running around where it's like all you know. You got the lap music going; it's warm out. The picture looks nice. I mean, you're on the beach. Like, how do you fuck that up with a thirteen? You know what I'm saying? You described that movie perfectly, by I'm the way, tell- without I've even seen, seeing it. I've seen. Listen, I've seen that movie more times than I can count, and it's not named out of time. (laughs) (laughs) That's my fucking... That's 2003 through 2006 right there. Oh. Probably 05. I never even heard of this movie before before we watched it at the cabin. It is... It's a treat. Oh, my God. Like, so... But, I mean, you talk about films, like, to find... uh, You know, in a cabin. Like, well, I mean, just, like, to get... Kind of get, like suckered with yeah yeah you know i mean that you could be like hit with a 60s western mm. that's not a bad one to have because i mean it's no. probably got a little bit of uh some thought behind no way out is exactly what that film i'm gonna look that up yeah no way out well you have to it you'd have to yeah that they're such generic titles too like they sound like they could be sequels to each other actually they do no I mean, no way out is, and out of time so me right now when they say that someone's talking about no way out right now being like in a fucking 86 through 88 that i've seen no way out a million times and it wasn't called no way out all right uh there was a 2007 movie i don't think that's it no, 2004 it's 1987 Go back, go into 1987. Okay, Costner. So I mean, this is way out. Well, you told me the like 2003 to 2006, so that threw me off. No, I'm saying that's for out of time. Uh, No way out. It's 87. That is. Oh yeah, the 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 cover looks very uh dude similar. I will say you read up on it, and it's not a bad film. I'm telling you right now, No Way Out is not a bad flick. I actually have watched it a couple times. It's one of the ones I get caught up on like AMC with or. uh, No, yeah, yeah. But anyways, I mean that's like uh, that's if you ever want to compare and contrast and see how they do remakes and just you know different ways. So I can't. I mean that out of time sounds exactly like that film. It's yeah, it definitely looks like it. Um, yeah, no, yeah. I'll, I, if I ever story. check it out, I'll let you know. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Out of time. Uh, if your if your curiosity gets the best of you, like uh, it did with us, um, check it out because there it's not a good movie. Is oh really? Like absolutely not a good movie, hmm. but there are things about it that make it really funny, um, in like kind of unintentional. So what ways. would you like new rating system? Like what do you you pay for that one? Oh no, I would I would torrent. That's this. a torrent one. Yeah, that's I a would, torrent one. Even torrent. if like you gave yourself that and said you will laugh really hard, like, it's really bad. But it's maybe ninety nine cents. Maybe if I had friends over and they all chipped in and we 99? had a good laugh. Damn. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's where I'm at. You got to be above torrent for me to watch it. I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not highbrowing anyone, all right? I'm just saying, like. um, <laughs> <laughs> Not even stream it. Actually, stream is a little bit below the dollar rental. Yeah. You that's know? Tr- that's true. So, um, 
sometimes. Uh, so you have a movie that you get to pick for us to watch We're, next episode. Yeah. Uh, you get to make film pick my my good man yep so we're gonna do it i have to hear about it i uh i love this film so much i think it's a lot to take in the first time um we'll see actually i don't know i'm, I'm genuine to hear your thoughts to hear what you have to say about it i've heard so many different things but i mean it's like when i was younger everyone's first time viewing it i don't think it's been around the globe with the okay. reviews i've heard all right all right but I watched it today. I just had to throw it on while I was working, you know? And, uh, dude, I still fucking... Every time. It's always something new with this goddamn film. It's unbelievable. All right. All right. Um, and it's not going to... I don't know if it's going to sound sexy or not, but I got to... We got to talk about it. <laughs> sexy. I can laugh. I just want to... I got to laugh my ass <laughs> off because I got to hear the rating on it too. But you're going to watch... The Big Lebowski. I knew you were gonna say that, dude. It's, I knew you were gonna say Big Lebowski. Yep, it's gonna happen. I gotta. As soon as I threw it on today, I was like, we, I, we just gotta get it done. I gotta stop teasing it. I gotta stop freaking like waiting because it's one of those films that you're you don't willingly like. All right, I'm gonna watch it. It almost kind of feels like homework. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's why I'm pushing you over the edge. I'm like, yeah, you're just going. But I'm so interested in it because the first time I saw it. I was I was like I mean I laughed like at the stuff you're supposed to laugh at mm-hmm. obviously for comedic purposes but it's such a fucking onion and if you like the Cohen brothers which I think you have you know yeah I like decent I like No them. Country for Old Men yeah um, totally different they're very different you've never seen Fargo have you no hmm. uh one day yeah so but. anyways we'll see well, I want I'm I'm genuinely curious because this might just be something too where it's just me because this kind of has a cult following I think mm, for sure yeah people it's one of those movies that seems like just everyone quotes like uh like I've never seen the movie but I know like a few quotes from it like uh you know that's just like your opinion man or uh just just things like that so yeah. um there's or some, like there's, where's the money lebowski like yeah there's just certain scenes that are iconic without even having like seen the film yeah and it, it's one of those things and that's what i'm saying it can kind of feel like homework when you're like all right it's done enough to where it's been snipped and cut where this is like the only merits of the film <laughs> but uh I, that's why i'm interested i want to hear your thoughts on it too because okay. uh have you ever seen Old Brother Where Art Thou? Yes. You have? And I that, have. What is it? That's Who's, Coen Brothers, right? Yeah, but they kind of de- depicted Odysseus's journey. Yeah. And they, like in a weird, like roundabout yeah. redneck way. So I'm kind of interested to hear what you have to say about uh, the Big Lebowski. I don't know if there's anything behind I Okay. So it'll be fun. I really like, uh, I really like Old Brother Where Art Thou. It's one of those movies where like I kind of forget about it, but then when someone brings it up, I immediately like think about how much i like it i think the big lebowski will be the same way for you awesome yeah I, well at least i hope yeah that it's just gonna be something you're like didn't find funny at all oh god <laughs> yeah, we'll find out <laughs> oof um well thank you for picking that film for us to watch um yeah if you don't want to be spoiled for the big lebowski um be sure to watch that before episode nine comes out uh soon ish um you can find us on YouTube. Look up the Neon Crew podcast. We'll be right there. Uh, Disgusted. Find on Spotify. Yeah. Um, we're on there too. And also a uh, website coming soon. I've been working with uh, Lauren on that. And um, yeah, I would have liked to have gotten it out a little bit sooner, but uh, the for some reason, like the hover and Squarespace stuff isn't like 
meshing right away and like we've had to like go back and like try to fix it so we'll see where that goes um, patience I, is a virtue i really like the way it looks i like the way that it turned out visually and uh hopefully like functionality wise it'll be that way too um once it Do gets we each have up. our own like page on there? Yeah, we have our own little uh, blurb. Yeah, you sent me. Uh, I had you send me the yeah the picture of your which. <laughs> it's a fantastic picture. You I know, I know. It's a you great talk picture. about fucking wholesome. <laughs> it's so it's like weirdly wholesome, and it's like the picture that you would send your grandmother if she texted it's, you and were like, "How are you doing in college?" Like did Mac? the like did the hugging heart emoji to you, and you just wanted to be like. I love you so much, Grandma. Yeah, the, like, only, you know? the only thing that would have made it even better is like the Snapchat dog filter. Like, <laughs> oh my God, no, that even... would have made it fake. That oh, would have yeah, made that's it true. fake. That would have that, that was a genuine. Actually, that was uh, that was a picture that. Uh, Did you take that and then send it to me, or no, was that one you already had? No, I had. So I was talking to uh, P and. Mm-hmm. Um, your, something, your son. Yeah. And something popped up where he, you know, he did something and I was just like, oh. So I was like, you know, I had to send that. And I, 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 I don't have a lot of pictures. So that, that picture was meant for your son, is what you're telling me. Well, that, that's how I feel about the podcast. So like when you're, I could have oh. gave you some shit. I mean, like, come on. <laughs> I, I know I don't have a lot of pictures, but I could have picked out anything. I was like, what would best accurately describe? Like, there you go. I mean, there's probably two ranges of Mac. You either uh-huh. get that one or you get the one where. <laughs> My brother could fucking, hi, hey. oh, yeah. you know, like the snap off, like the coaching side. So I showed you what my uh, my contact picture for you in my phone is, right? Is it Mikey? Not your mm-hmm. Mikey, but Mikey from Recess. No, oh no, that's a good one, but no. Yeah, this uh, this right here is my contact picture for you. Oh yeah, now that we could, that'll be on. Are uh, you sunburnt? Week what three. Is, why are you so red? Huh? <laughs> if anyone's wondering, it's uh, yeah. it's my sexy pose picture on Facebook. I'll try to put the picture in like the video version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was taken in the summertime. I just gotten out of the shower. You know. Oh, clearly. <laughs> so lightly fluffed. All right. Uh-huh. And uh, I think I was doing it. I was talking to some gal or something like that. So that's probably like the ninth picture I had taken to get everything right. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I just love it so much. Dude, you talk about like, uh, like identity crisis. All right, like I would say 2005 Mac up until about 2014. Mm-hmm. I mean that ranged seven years of not. You know, it's just and that was in there. I had white sunglasses. I was a dude that had white sunglasses at one point. Oh, nice. Probably would have had yellow shoes if given. Oh, maybe. the like filas. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that. I don't think I ever had the pants. Like I'm not that materialistic, but there are times where I'm like, oh, that's a, like the chin strap. I I think I did that one time. Mm-hmm. You know. So I mean, like there 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 was some qualities in there. So that was uh. That was uh that was one of those decisions, you know. I uh, I'm glad you made it because it ended up on Facebook and now it's my contact it picture is, for you. I, you know what? I'm telling you right now. I think that in in about six years, it's gonna raise that that'll rise me through the ranks. Yeah, either that or get you canceled. One of the two. Oh, there's that won't no one get between. Me canceled. There are there's. You don't know, man. You don't. Yeah, know. that's true. You never know. You don't know where we're going at right now. That could be a little too much skin oh, if you catch oh, my drift. This he's shirtless. Yeah. Oh, the lack of modesty in this boy. We oh can't take him seriously that is, that anymore. Would be, that's a handmade stale weight, Nicole. Except for guys. Oh boy. Which uh, some some people might not 
you know, might not mind to see. Margaret Atwood, are you listening? Take notes. Uh, she the she's the author of author Handmaid's yeah. Tale. Yeah. yeah, it's funny that you said notes. Mm-hmm. Why? Because she writes. Oh, know, yeah. it's kind of like, oh, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. Know. I don't. <laughs> mm. Anyway, uh, th- thanks, thanks for listening, everybody. Hopefully, you enjoyed. Yeah, and we, yeah, I was about to say, you know, website, Facebook, website. Spotify. Yeah, you'll get to see our our cute little pics on there. Our, our, our descriptions well, of ourselves, I was about to say, which I think I'm going to have to awesome. fix mine up. Cause that is a cute little pick. Yeah, it is. I think I'm going to have to fix my description of myself because um, you sent yours in third person and I wrote mine in first person. Yeah, like, I didn't know how I to do that. I can't one. have that inconsistency, Why so not? I got to fix that, mine. Is that the writer in you? Who cares? It's it's our own perspectives on how we felt about the page. I know it's our own perspectives, but it drives me nuts every day I think about it. So I have to rewrite mine? No, you don't have to rewrite yours. I just have to rewrite so mine. So wait, who was, do you think mine was good then? I so thought wait, yours was you good. Like yours? yours was surprisingly longer than mine. I mean, really? I like mine. I just have to fix it up so that it's in third person, which isn't that much of a task. You does know? it really? Does it read off like someone would read it? So it's kind of me. I it reads of, off like a, a, a somewhat uh, like a LinkedIn bio with like a little bit of cheekiness in it. I guess you could say. Damn at straight. least, at least mine does. Your boy knows how to market himself. No, that's not true. Yours, yours reads like a, like a about the author at like the end of a book. Yeah, uh, that, I like, thought that's what we were kind of going with. You know, which I appreciate, and I think I'll probably like try to match that too. Now cool. that you've done it. Um, All right. But yeah, you're you're an inspiration. I love it. I love it. And then I'm going to get my rating, well, our rating system on there. It's either, I'm either having it on my page or we have a page, whatever we can do with it. Sounds good. I think we need to. We just got to make it a thing. The Neon Crew rating scale, man. We can't be fucking generic. Gen- geriatric. Park. Yeah. Naked Gun 33 and a, three and a third. All right. That's uh... that's a sign off. All right. We're out. All right. You got, I got. Yeah. Ooh, uh, uh, we got we got all right hey y'all hey. remember wwthd what would tom hardy do bye